0: Wednesday at 9 it gets crazy when you get their number and you can call them maybe and now here they are Matt Christensen and blonde hello and welcome to the show it is the call-in show the show where you get our number and we are at your mercy hello blonde
1: look like a tranny you know This uh, this tranny stuff has ruined extravagant makeup for actual women.
0: Well, this particular tranny does not look like. Uh, well, I, I guess she wouldn't. Never mind. I, I have to catch myself. She she was trying to appear as a man. I forgot. This is the reverse. So she wouldn't have reason to look fabulous. What, but
1: just be a softball lesbian. Like, why do you have to be a dude?
0: Uh, Yeah, I don't know. Uh, I don't know, and I've seen the pictures uh, of this particular young lady floating around. A lot of news outlets are doing the uh, the deep dive to figure out what the family situation was and what factors we can blame, and all this. And there are photos circulating of her
2: presenting as a woman,
0: and she she looks, and not even little girl, like into her adult years, looks like a totally normal young lady. Of course, I don't know her personality, but but yeah, the gay war is upon us. Potentially, Uh, are your preps done?
1: Uh, yeah. yeah. Wouldn't that be crazy if we got taken out by trannies? Did your wife show you my hilarious tweet? I was laughing so hard. I could barely breathe it when I was tweeting it.
0: Uh, what? What did you tweet?
1: She was like one of the first people. She like immediately texted me. Okay. So I tweeted a picture of the dead tranny and I said, if your head gets blown in half, are you two spirit? I was so <laughs> proud of myself. So proud of myself. <laughs> oh,
0: my only uh, dispute with, with that joke is there's no Indian angle. Two spirits supposed to be an Indian thing,
1: right? No, it's a gender identity. It's
0: I thought that that's what they said identity. for for uh, transgender Indians. It's not no, specific no. to Indians. No, it's, it's well.
1: if you feel like you have the spirit of a man and a woman within you. Hmm. I also well. saw the one online where that was like posted that picture and it said was slash were.
0: <laughs> yeah, uh, I, I've I've seen that one before. Uh, I saw gone slash dead, too.
1: Uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> that one's good. There's some good ones. I don't yeah, know. Why, uh, what else am I supposed to do but make light of this? It's so I, why, why take out a bunch of kids?
0: Well, that, I've also seen uh, information circulating. Oh, there was an accusation of um, of child abuse at this school around the time that she's believed Come to have attended. On. Even if that's true, what sense does it make to go to the school and start shooting kids? Yeah. Did she go to the school and shoot the guy who molested her? Because then I, know. I, can, so then what I difference get it. What it make? Then I understand. Like I better kill but, all
1: these people that might be getting molested. It's, this is just a way to get people to turn on Christians. I like how this, this becomes a conversation about how Christians are mistreating trans people.
3: Uh,
0: yeah. Uh,
1: uh, well, like, what are you talking about? It...
0: Uh, it uh, yeah, the, the, it's all of the uh, it's all of the mostly peaceful trans people out there who are suffering because of uh, bigoted attitudes against them uh, as a result of uh, the shooting. And this is, uh, of course, whenever when we get this kind of violence, where it appears to be at least the police have indicated as much that there's some kind of transgender ideological motive in addition to perhaps a, a personal connection uh, motivating this shooting. Suddenly, we have to wait for the evidence. Suddenly, Merrick yeah. Garland is. Only tepidly interested in pursuing a hate crime investigation, suddenly we, we don't know exactly what happened here, uh, but it would appear and I, I just hope we get this manifesto. I, yeah. I hope we yeah, see yeah. that.:
1: I'm hearing a lot of psyop stuff from the right, but I can't wrap my mind around that because it just reflects so badly on the, on the trans community and supports our narrative. So I don't I don't know how they're how people on the right are squaring that circle. Maybe somebody could call in and talk. talk
0: My about favorite that. Uh, Twitter tin uh, Twitter tinfoil is um, this analysis that she had different shoes on when she went yeah. in. The
1: flames v Pumas.
0: Yeah, yeah, the the Vans versus the Puma shoes. That seems like that is uh, thoroughly debunked at this point. But uh, I like I even if it's wrong, I sort of like the approach of thinking we've gotten to the point where we have to analyze how the contours and colors of the shoe align with the shoelaces to make sure yeah. that we're correct. Uh, well, I mean, can't...
1: shouldn't we just assume that all of these things are psyops until proven otherwise?
0: It's uh, it's a fair assumption, I would say, um, trusting Dude. what you hear from government authorities. And even though it seems based on the body cam footage, I have no dispute with the Nashville Police Department. So, yeah, if there ever was, I. I'll 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 believe them for now. And I hope that they're going to show this evidence that they that they have and not expect us just to take their word for it indefinitely or forever. But uh, but man, it it was refreshing to watch that body cam footage too. after Uvalde and some, you know, some other instant. We didn't get necessarily body cam footage in Parkland, I don't think, at least not that I recall, but a similar hesitation from the officer on the scene there.
1: They did a really Um, good job.
0: Yeah. I mean, that was like. For lack of a better term, that was like a video game type piece of footage in terms yeah, of their yeah. their tactical approach and in terms of the the speed and just the shot itself. It's it, it was reminded me incredible. of
1: Brenton Tarrant
0: <laughs> that, that footage. they aspire to his heights. Yeah, but
1: just uh, unemotional, tactical, eliminate eliminating the target. Yeah. You know? And then the POV. Oh. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah,
0: Well, I'm sure we'll get into that topic a little bit more tonight. At least I assume perhaps some callers will want to talk about that. But, of course, it will be a call-in show, as usual, this evening. Uh, Most of you know how that works. But if you are new to the show and you're curious about how to participate, there are instructions in the description of whatever video platform you may be viewing on. If you would like to send us an email question, maybe you're having trouble getting in live or you can't participate live, you can send us an email question. One and only place to do that is the contact page of the website, mattchristiansenmedia.com slash contact. Look for the call-in show question form. We'll get to those at the end of the show. We will check in with your super chats every half hour as well. And, uh-oh, well, we had a plan. <laughs> Maybe I, I – we had a plan uh, for a special caller to start, but I don't see our special caller. Oh, no. So rather than tease that special caller because I'm not sure if it's going to happen – I am going to bring in our first caller, and I will message this caller and see if we can figure out what the plan is. Uh, let's talk to Tom in the meantime. Tom, are you there? Yes.
4: Hey, how you doing?
2: Hi, Tom.
0: We are well. What's on Good. your mind?
2: Um,
4: you know, you know, as I like to uh, to laugh at uh, the latest video of a, of a liberal meltdown or a snowflake melting or something like that, and, and then I was I got to wondering what do they like to watch that that makes them laugh on on the internet
1: makes them laugh
0: hmm. uh the wait who's the they define the they
1: they then. They the, oh, like
0: the, the progressives the
4: liberals that you know that that we laugh at when we see them on on a a meltdown or something like that. Yeah, you know who, who do they laugh at? Uh, I'm going like to I'd like to see some of those videos that they're supposedly laughing
0: at. January sixth footage. I'm going to guess is what they go with.
1: <laughs> do they uh, think that that's funny they, though?
0: They, um. Maybe funny is the wrong word, but the, the people that, that, that they,
1: like porn,
4: that, you know, like
1: Trump,
0: maybe in
4: yeah. January six porn, that's yeah. what it is.
0: Um, okay. Yeah. That, that would be my best guess. Do you have a, an alternative proposition? What, what would be, No, no, I just,
4: that, that was what I figured the answer was going to be. Cause that's, uh, I'm trying to think, think the other thing else. might
0: be my, I th- the other thing I see commonly is the sort of, uh. Well, the, the, the aspect of gun culture that, um, how do I phrase this? <laughs> they, I I see a lot of them mocking very overweight people who are into guns. I do see that from time to time. I don't know about videos, but just images.
3: Okay. Okay.
4: Yeah. Oh, I forgot to say, I forgot to tell you, Dangerous Space has said that he's working with all minus one, uh, on tech issues and that he, he'll, he'll be, uh, available soon. Hopefully. Yep.
0: Yeah, it looks like okay. I got him in the server now, so we should be good. And that is our uh, special caller I was mentioning. So, uh, all right. Well, yeah, I guess I haven't. The, the trouble with you, the why I'm having trouble thinking of these examples is they just seem to be mostly humorless people. Yeah. So, <laughs> I, I mean, I guess they, 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 these are the sort of people who I presume turn on Saturday Night Live unironically and find laughter there. Or, or, or something or like a that, or
4: claptor, at least.
0: Yeah, like the Stephen Colbert material of the world.
4: Yeah. Oh, that's another thing. When I um, I went onto a, like a generic YouTube channel that was sort of just not not my preferences and stuff. And I was like, oh yeah, uh, that's the other the, the late night comedians. They all, uh, you know, they all love to find a, a nice new Trump story to bash. Or yeah. uh, uh, the, even now, the Santas. So it's like. Uh, they looked at that kind of stuff.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Maybe, maybe it's just uh, clips of Trump. <laughs> maybe that, maybe that's the thing. All right. Uh, anything else before we let you go?
4: Um. Why, why do, why are there dad jokes but not mom jokes?
1: Because women aren't funny. Well,
0: there are your mom jokes. <laughs> <That's>
1: well, <true.
4: laughs> okay. But they're usually done by guys.
1: <laughs>
0: mm. Yeah. Uh, but I get, uh, to seriously consider your question, why is there no mom joke equivalent? Uh, yeah, so I don't know. If a mom
4: were to say that same sort of joke, what would it be considered then? One, if, if you were to say a joke that's, that would normally be considered a dad joke, what, how, what kind of reaction would you get? You wouldn't get, a, oh, that's a dad joke, would you?
1: No, people are always just so astounded when I say something funny. Because they're not used to women being funny. I'm constantly getting accolades for like not very funny jokes.
0: (laughs) Not that you would solicit such things as in see like five (laughs) minutes ago.
1: I know. Like listen to the tweet. (laughs) Yeah, no. The standards for for female humor are just, they're just so much lower. It is awesome for me.
0: All right.
4: All right. Well, thanks a lot. And, yeah. Have, uh, have a good day, and I hope everything goes well with you.
0: Thanks for calling in. Appreciate
4: all right. it. All right.
0: Okay. Let's get uh, all minus one in here. Well, wait. Okay. There we go. Uh, all minus one. Are you there? Oh no! Now we have tech problems with our special caller. Can you hear him at all? Mm. Okay. Um. Yeah. Okay. I. I nope. Oh, there we go. Now I can hear you.
3: Aww. Oh, now he dropped out.
0: Maybe he's on mobile. All right. Um, Let right. I'm going to bring in Dangerous Spaces quickly and just see if we can do a little uh, on-air production strategy. Bear with me. Dangerous Spaces, are you there?
2: Hello. Hey, uh,
0: sorry to put you on the spot, but All-Minus-One, uh, I don't know if he's on mobile or what, but he just dipped out as soon as I brought him in, so I suspect it's maybe a mobile issue. Um, oh
2: you did try to bring him in i'm not no i don't think so. i'm not sure because he doesn't because there is a little symbol i can see if he's on mobile and it's not showing up so okay i'm trying to well, sort him out so i'll get him to you asap so yeah
0: uh and yeah we, it's if we have to wait until next week that's fine too um but okay uh yeah so when he comes back just see if we can grab him and we'll we'll carry no worries, on okay I'll, I'll
2: working sorry for, also i forgot to tell you last call of our last show of the month so
0: Oh, actually, oh right, thank right, you for reminding right. me. That actually slipped my mind. I would have forgotten. I, so th- so can, thanks. Well, yeah. well
2: anyway, I'll, I'll get back to trying to sort him out and all right, keep we'll, feeding you people until we can. So. All right.
0: We'll catch you in an hour or so. Thanks. No worries. Man. Okay. Uh, well, next up is Batman. Let's talk to Batman.
3: Hello.
5: Howdy in a little bit.
0: <laughs> yeah. How are you, sir? I am still alive. Okay. Well, that's good. That's a plus. What would you like to talk about? Well, um,
5: let's talk about how uh, 50 Christian private schools across the country. Last I heard have shut down over copycat threats of the Tennessee shooting. Really?
0: That I had not heard that at all. You're talking like just today or the day before. Yep. Okay. So we have uh, threats are being called into these places or what's happening? Yeah, more or less. Fifty. Uh, where did you read about this?
5: Uh, I heard about it. Uh, the quartering did a video on it.
0: Okay, that's news to me. And do we have any idea? I'm trying to find some coverage of it, but I don't see anything immediately. Do we have any any idea who or why this is happening?
5: Well, I, I, I mean, I don't think we need to find coverage of it to realize that. Um, I think we're on the cusp of having a having basically the left sick a pack of futureless and dickless stormtroopers on our kids.
0: So the gay war is here. That's what you're saying. It's
1: here. Yeah. It's yeah. Time.
0: Allahu Akbar. <laughs> All right. So we need to this. It, we need to recruit the uh, we need to recruit the Islamic terrorists to our side and uh, defeat <laughs> defeat the adversary of the coming gay war is that the strategy well, you know
5: it's it, you know it's funny actually um my uh my wife sent me a video a few weeks back of basically a um some imam who I'm 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 not familiar with but um so, somebody who's apparently some youtube personality who Presumably extols the virtues of Islam. I don't. I don't know, but he appears there with his turban and his brown Viking beard, um, and he basically goes on about how transgenderism is a an enormous threat to society and how it's all delusion and uh, all of that stuff. Hmm. And I found myself thinking, if you told me twenty years ago, I'd be sitting here watching a pinnacle of the Islamic faith and would be nodding along in agreement, I'd have laughed in your fucking face.
1: I know. I've been tweeting about this all day.
5: And here we are.
1: Yes, here we are. Because we are
5: in clown world.
1: (sighs) I don't know. I don't know, man. I think maybe I was wrong about Muslims.
0: Well, when you mess with such a fundamental truth, really when you mess with the truth in general, but when you mess with a truth so fundamental as men are men, women are women, and there are important distinctions between the two, you're not just putting yourself at odds with the truth of the world. You are to the point that you made Batman. You're, you're creating the circumstances or even manufacturing a whole group of people who are destined for purposelessness, unhappiness, uh, confusion, and chaos. Well, and
5: we already know that because of their enormous, I mean, I, I guess I would say tragic suicide rate. Yeah, I'm going to have to get back to you on whether or not that's really
0: tragic. At this point. Well, in so far as as people are being duped into this or conditioned into this, absolutely. I mean, sui- suicide is I would say it's it's u- nearly universally tragic, with the possible exception of someone ending their own life after committing a heinous crime. I guess I um, delivered but- that to the wrong person that was well no no i'm not supposed to be funny it's okay (laughs) um, and obviously it's something that's close to me but i don't take any i don't take any personal you should feel welcome to talk about the topic obviously um fair enough but yeah well and your your delivery you know the the, like a batman (laughs) punchline and a batman dead serious diagnosis of society they kind of land the same you know Uh, that's
5: also fair enough
0: (laughs) (laughs) well uh Okay, it's because that it, it. You do make strange friends in a world that denies truth in that way. Like, it, it, if you can come together on base level truths, you will find yourself nodding along with people you thought were your enemies. Uh, well, and uh, and you that's just not describe the plot of the movie The Matrix. Yeah, and, which I have uh, no, I have seen it. It's just been so long that I don't remember it very well. So well, that's oh, one we'll have to watch. So. You need yeah. to
5: watch that again. Yeah,
0: yeah. good movie. That they um,
1: are like, it enemies. No it's just they're so right about some of the gender issues. Like I've said before, like we have to find some middle ground between their stone age culture and then what, and then gender transitioning children.
0: Well,
5: (laughs) Well, I I think we are finding that ground because I think, um, I mean, if you, if you go to, if you go to the middle of China down in LA and you, and you try to tell the, um, you know, the 56 year old uh, Asian grandmother behind the counter of, uh, of a, Hole in the wall shop that you're actually a woman.
3: That's when you've
5: got a six inch beard and are wearing a dress. Um, she's going to go, you know, what the fuck are you talking about? Get out of my store.
1: Yeah, freaky person. (laughs) What a twist that would be if based immigrants ended up bailing out the West. I can't, no, I have terrible cognitive dissonance today. I can't deal with what you think
0: you're having trouble reconciling certain things now. Wait until then. Wait well, until the Chinese like, saving oh, us.
1: I've long hypothesized that, that could happen.
0: Uh, well, man, if, uh, if our, if our yeah, situation requires like Chinese salvation, those are truly <laughs> dire times. Dire Not that time, I am so. forecasting great times ahead, but uh, salvation through the Chinese. I, I will hope there's an alternative to that, but we'll have to see.
5: How would they save us exactly by basically starving out the weak? Yeah, because their system involves an an incredible amount of um, resource control to the point where, when they feel like killing a whole bunch of people, they can do it with with the drop of a hat.
1: They're better at systematic slaughter than any white people historically have been. What white people? Yeah, white people just they like retain that sense of humanity or whatever when they're killing people. The Chinese—they're not fucking. What about
0: Hitler and Stalin?
1: Well. Stalin, perhaps.
0: <laughs> that's right. I forgot. Hitler ran just a bunch of uh, day camps.
1: It was soccer camps. Well, I thought yeah, the
0: right. slobs
5: weren't white, according yeah. to the... Um,
1: and the slobs aren't white, yeah. For well, election, okay. so
5: the, Yeah, there we go.
0: Well, I still don't... They're just slobs. That's what they are. They're not... That's... Because they're clearly yeah. not... Uh, they're not Asian in their ethnicity or their race.
1: No, I mean, there's so much uh, genetic diversity amongst... Russians, like there are regions of, of Russia, uh, like Siberia, where the people just look Asian, and then um, in on the other side of the country, the people are effectively Finnish. They look hmm. Finnish; they're blonde phenotypes and things like yeah. that. So, like, it's just a such huge... a big
0: place that it's kind of yeah. like a gradient or something.
1: Uh, yeah. hmm. I mean, Slavs are white for all intents and purposes right now, but after the race war, we're going to have to sort of. <laughs> okay,
0: then we're going to have to talk about it.
1: We'll talk yeah.
0: about it later. All right. Uh do you have any final thoughts, Batman?
5: Well, no, not really, but um I I guess um I feel like watching the school's close was me going, all right, maybe Tim Pool was was right um for once and he he did in fact predict the coming
0: civil war. Yeah. Well, it it uh yeah, well <laughs> I, I'm going to have to look into the school closures cause I want to learn more about this. That's all new to me, but, uh,
5: I can the, email you that video that the quartering.
0: Yeah. Watch. Maybe I should check that out. Um, but, uh, thanks for letting me know. Cause, uh, that's, that's new info. So I want to check that out and, uh, thanks for your call and I hope you're doing well.
1: You too.
5: Yeah. All right. Y'all have a
0: good night. You as well.
1: That's not what I meant to say, but you know, you get it. You got it.
0: <laughs> uh, Let's try all minus one again. All minus one. Are you there? I am. Oh, there we Hi. go. Hi. Thanks for uh, navigating the tech problems. So I mentioned earlier that you are a special caller this evening. I could explain the reason why, or perhaps it might be better for you to explain the reason why so I don't mischaracterize. What would be your preference?
6: Yeah, let me let me just uh, – I'll just throw it out there. And just to let you all know, I was getting frustrated with my mic and then my daughter fell down the stairs and my wife oh, no. let out a blood curling scream. So
0: <laughs> and your daughter's <laughs> and case, very young. Out, yeah. She's right, okay, out, right?
6: Yeah, she's fine. She's oh. fine. But she's 21 months, so you know. You no, know, pretty pretty traumatic.
1: That kid um, is already too. And then
6: I, I finally got I realized I could get on Discord on through Chrome and that would work better. And that's so, anyways, I might be a little shaken up, but yes, my wife used to work for Project Veritas um 2019 through 2020 and about july june or july of 2020 she went to white coat waste project you guys probably don't know the name white coat waste but white coat waste is an organization that has been um just super on point with this whole pandemic lockdown nonsense they're Hmm. the ones with the fauci beagle lab they've gotten most of the stuff exposed with the nih and the wuhan lab and fauci and all those connections so um, she's not really an investigative journalist or anything like that. She does fundraising. Mm-hmm. So the the connections that she has with that, like it's a lot of the same people, right, who work in these different organizations. Is that what she did and
0: with Project Veritas?
6: It's exactly what she did. Okay. She worked directly under Adam Goulette, who okay. is a personal friend of ours. I'm not trying to do a bunch of name dropping and stuff, but um Adam is the the current CEO at Accuracy and Media. And they do undercover journalism as well. They're just not as well known because it was a conservative organization for a long time. And basically, because of that, they didn't do a lot of hard fighting. Um, Adam's a very energetic, spirited guy. And Adam's the reason why Project Veritas is probably so big right now. Because Adam Mm. expanded their budget hugely. Very bigly, you could say. (laughs) And um, he left in November of 2019. My wife and I were at a gala there uh, in DC for Accuracy in Media, and that was the first time I met James O'Keefe in person. And uh, James, I'm not against James at all. Like, I think James, is what he's doing right now is actually what he should be doing. That is, he, the for-profit news business. Um, my wife and I talked about it a lot because she, you know she worked with him directly, and I know a bunch of stuff that went on there, and we still know people that work there, that have worked there whatever else. And so all I, I wanted to really get out there was that James is is actually the problem. And it's because he's a founder and he suffers from the founder syndrome and a big ego, a really big ego. And it's not like he's terrible and he's mean to people. He's actually a nice guy. Do you have but confirmation that of the
0: sandwich guy. theft? That, that's the big <laughs> question. I,
6: I don't even know what that's about either. Yeah, yeah. But I do know that he, I, I have seen him talk, poorly to donors right in front of me.
7: Okay, <laughs> I, oh. I
6: know, uh, some, some stuff I've told you, Matt, about the, the wedding thing. He was, he was engaged. I met, uh, at the Christmas party in 2019. I was at, in, yeah. in uh, Baramac, New York. And I have pictures on my Instagram of this. I had to blur some faces out cause there might be undercover people there and stuff like that. But, but, uh, we were there and you know, I met his fiance at the time. who was a school teacher. As soon as I started talking to his fiance about teaching, because I was an education major for about a year, so I was just, you know, talking about it. Mm -hmm. James walks right off. He didn't care. He didn't want to have the conversation anymore because it Mm kind of, this is kind of the impression with James. He's on point. He's on mission. He's always working. He's very hardworking. Okay, so again, I'm not talking bad about him, but you have to understand, James is not Project Veritas by itself. He is the face of Project Veritas, the front of it. And I think what happened, and I, This has pretty much been confirmed by people that we know, is James threw a big hissy fit and torpedoed his own company because he didn't have unilateral control. Mm. And I know the Pfizer timing all that seems like a big old conspiracy, but I'm telling you right now, that is nonsense. When Pfizer is getting mandates from the government for people to take their vaccine and to buy their vaccine and whatever else, And, you know, we just ended the 22-month national emergency for this freaking, you know, cold. (laughs) So, (laughs) like, when that's going on, I don't think that they care that they have some, you know, gay dude saying stuff caught on camera. And um, the timing was bad, but uh, I kind of wanted to go through some history. I sent you some links, Matt. And one of them is from Project Veritas Action, and it's O'Keefe's bio. They still have a bio of them up. Mm-hmm. And it talks about the whole acorn ordeal in 2007. And basically, you know... This was the was original
0: a... uh, pimp gag, right? Right. Yeah. Okay.
3: And J-
6: James was a theater student. And I, I, I spent a lot of years in the theater, too. And I can tell you something about theater people. They're very dramatic.
3: Yeah.
6: <laughs> and um, okay. that pimp suit and all that stuff, the way he played it up, the way James is always kind of playing stuff up, Right a little overboard. Some of his stuff's kind of cringe. He did the Broadway play recently.
3: Yeah.
6: I mean, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Game. That's James being dramatic. That whole thing where James sat in his office, his office could have probably no more than 10 people in it. I, again, I've been there. My wife said, do you do you know how many people are in there watching that? And I said, probably 10. She goes, yeah, because that's his office. And there's no way more than that can fit in there. We're talking about a 60, 70 employees they have. And people were, were at that farewell speech at best, probably.
0: Yeah. Well, th- James... One-
6: has a habit of taking people who work in certain departments and pulling them from those departments. And he basically has a posse with him at all times. I kid you not.
0: Hmm. Okay. (laughs) Well, two things I I want to hit on because we'll have to wrap up pretty soon here. But one thing that you, uh, you clued me in on, you mentioned this, this uh, venue that is a a matter of dispute. And I want to make sure um, people understand at least your, your understanding of what happened there, because when James put out this video, he said, Project Veritas is accusing me of taking Project Veritas money to fund my wedding, which I didn't do and I'm not even married. And that's basically all he said on that. You're you're telling me, and cor- well, correct me if I'm wrong, um, that there was a wedding that was set to happen. And because it didn't happen, but O'Keefe still had an obligation to that venue, he then booked the Christmas party at that venue to make up for the debt he owed personally. Is that correct? Or am I missing something?
6: That seems to be exactly the case. Yes. Okay. that school mm. teacher that I met, because James works all the time and he's constantly on the mission, right? Basically, his relationship fell apart and they were no longer engaged. He had a deposit on that place, moved the venue, from my understanding there, 2019. December. Project Veritas had a Christmas party. It was at their headquarters.
0: And they, they you know? do this Christmas party every year. So you're saying they do it every year at the headquarters, not at an external venue. Yeah, like they do okay.
6: also have like a retreat. They go up into the Adirondacks or something, I think, every year because my wife went okay. and I didn't end up going. And then apparently she didn't realize that it was supposed to be not well, if just that, for staff. But if that's family. correct,
0: I mean, that that not that I think that it, it torpedoes everything he's saying, but if that is if that is accurate and, and James O'Keefe just kind of brushed over that with, a, cause he gave the impression that I don't know what they're talking about. I've never even been married. This is a, just a completely made up accusation. Um, oh, it, if it's, it's more it's, detailed than that, you know, that's, that's kind of a problem in the, in his dismissal of that particular point, at least.
6: Right. Well, there's it's an <laughs> ethics ordeal. And, and yeah. the, here's the thing. I don't know that James is purposely being sinister. Um, so like, for instance, Aiden Paladin just made a a video yesterday about Eliza Blue and and victimhood and all that stuff. And I I know Aiden like you, like she does great videos and whatever. She's like super nerd. I've had her on my channel a couple times. Um, but like like she's getting into the nitty gritty of why people believe victims automatically. James seems and appears to be a victim, but the thing is, these vi- people who mm. claim victimhood often feel self righteous to manipulate people. Because they they feel like they've been victimized. And I think James might be suffering a little bit of that. Um, he's certainly violating his NDAs. Uh, he's still under all those NDAs. Like, here's the thing, man. You can go to like ProPublica.org, right? I sent you these links, Matt. You can look up who's there, and and and, and you can look up what money they made on their 990s. Project Veritas is nonprofit. They're yeah. 990. If you look into this, in 2015, they were just under a $4 million company, okay? And 2016, they were just under a $5 million company. And you can see everyone who makes over $100,000. This has to be reported. Uh-huh. 2017, Adam Goulette came in. They were making $8 million in 2017. In 2017 to 2019... They, they went from that 8 to 12, so they built, and then all of a sudden in 2020, you can see this on their 990s, they have a $22 million budget. They almost doubled that. And if you go back and you track when Par- Project Veritas started making notoriety, when they started covering other news agencies and whatever else, when they started building back up after the big acorn thing, like they've always been there, they've always been around, but if you start watching that, it correlates with this time of donations. And the reason why that is is because he got, Adam. He actually was trying to poach Adam for a long time because Adam was really good at his job and getting donations and working with donors. And so what what James actually made that more difficult for people who work in development. And for a long time, there was a kid named Brandon who was part of James's little entourage, his little posse. And my wife would complain to me about Brandon quite often because he didn't really ever end up doing, doing his job. He was always doing James's side stuff. <laughs> so... He's not a good businessman. You have to understand that. He's a good showman, right? Interestingly, yeah. we'll
0: probably have to wrap up here real movie, quick, but uh, yeah, yeah. last last point if you want it.
6: You're going to review the movie The Prestige, which is one of my favorite movies, by the yeah. way. And this is a central theme in this movie, the showman versus the the actual magician. And, ah, yeah. Um, yeah, so it's a really important point. And the other important point is, is that Guys, we have to understand that, like, people are flawed. You don't want to meet your heroes. Yeah. Right? Oh, no one's yeah. Perfect. And you know, again, I'm not against James. Just understand, James literally was not fired. They wanted him to take a vacation and calm down. Like they they were trying to. Like, there's other stuff behind the scenes I can't talk about, but I wish I could. But uh, I could tell you maybe off the record, but I I can't tell you publicly. Yeah, sure. So well, well, yeah. thanks
0: for calling in. I I you know when you mentioned that you had a different take on this and you think some people publicly are getting it, uh, not getting the full picture. At least, uh, I knew it was that astonished it would be.
6: Cause I really respect Robert Barnes and I was astonished. He was <laughs> the, the, only person that really got this right was sticks.
0: Hmm. Oh,
3: did
1: I, he? I, He's usually sort of level headed.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: We should have yeah, known so, because he know. didn't, he did musical. So,
0: <laughs> well, I, I still have a, personally, I still have a lot of questions about Veritas. Um, but I, I'm glad that I, I wanted to, give the other side to the audience. So thank you for providing that. Well, uh, if you
6: guys want to support undercover media, um, accuracy and media could use all the support because they're, they're less well known and they have done some good stuff in the past few years since Adam's taken over. So just, saying. Right.
0: Well, thanks for the insight and, uh, and, uh, much appreciated. Hope you and your family are well, and thanks for calling. All right. in.
6: Thank you.
1: <laughs> Bye
6: guys.
0: Hmm. What do you think is your faith in O'Keefe? Shattered?
1: No, I mean, I I never really had a lot of faith in him. Hmm. I just didn't like to see a bunch of people trying to oust somebody, but, uh, you know, he's a showman, and he likes musicals.
0: I I think the one question I wanted to get into, but we kind of ran out of time, and I want to make sure we have enough time for our chatters and for our other callers, so maybe I can talk to uh, um, All-Minus-One about this a little bit more, uh, is who, regardless of whoever's right here, uh, but or maybe both are a little bit wrong in their own way. What are the prospects for Project Veritas without James O'Keefe? I'm gonna guess that you might
1: screwed. I mean, this isn't really changing. I don't, I mean, he's
0: he's telling me there's a lot of talent there that is able to maybe they're able to fix that image somehow, even if their image has been wrongfully tarnished, which again, I'm not sure I personally believe, but uh. I'll I'll just be interested to see where the organization stands a year from now, two years from now, versus yeah, where O'Keefe still wrote Media that Group that is.
1: Bitchy letter too. Uh,
0: the, well that see that's the thing that bugs me. One of the, the things terms
1: that, on that were like patently absurd.
0: One of the things that bugs me. Uh, one of the things that bug me about the way that that Project Veritas has approached this is all the ticky tack stuff they've gone after. Because if I'm understanding all minus one correctly, they're Maybe some legitimate points of dispute and certain obligations that you have to meet to operate legally as a 501c3, which I think is whatever nonprofit designation they have. They have right. obligations they have to meet, and it doesn't matter if you're James O'Keefe or not. We have to do that. Uh, but but when you're going after things like the the sandwich, and you're going after things like he spent too much money on cars or something like that. Um, it just makes it 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 gives the appearance of being petty even mm-hmm. if it's not in fact petty
1: right. Which right maybe
0: we were all maybe we maybe the problem is bigger than we all realized and it, it was kind of masked by some of that what seemed sort of like catfighty type stuff
1: right totally anyway Bitchy this
0: was yeah that's the technical term yeah let's catch up with our chatters we'll get to calls in just a couple minutes here uh jd 1492 well silver lining out of all of this uh is at least fred durst and tortuguita will be able to find each other in the afterlife uh what is the what's the fred durst connection is this
1: uh or is it the chick the tranny chick Looks like Fred Durst. Is that what? Oh you're
0: yeah, that, it must yeah. be that. It's not the real Fred Durst. It's just that she was dressed like Fred Durst. <laughs> she was dressed like Fred Durst. <laughs> That's, that is true. Does anyone con? Does he have a good alibi? Is he still alive? I guess. Was Fred Durst actually there? The fact uh, that we
1: don't know that
0: is. A cuck blonde never change. Well, there you go.
1: Really, a lot of people are mad at me.
0: <laughs> what else is new? That's part of the appeal. Um, over on YouTube and tipping stream, Holden Mulray says a uh, high truth seekers conflated topic of the, w- of the week required versus sufficient. I think this is um, more in common in sp- or more common in spiritual context. As in belief, you believe that God is one you do well. Even the demons believe and shudder yeah. uh, James two 19. Oh, that's it. Is there a difference between what is sufficient and what is required? I would have to think about that a little bit. I I actually am I part of the conflate the conflators here because it's I'm drawing a blank on what the distinction would be. What is required without being sufficient? What is sufficient without being required? Required. I don't know. Holden, you stumped me. Actually, I'm a conflator this time. I'm team conflation. If you have more thoughts on that, of course, uh, you're I, welcome to email me. And thanks for supporting oh, the I show. Oh, I
1: thought you were talking to me. I, I, I need time to think about
0: that. Uh, yeah, maybe if some, if I have a something something that comes to mind throughout the show, I'll, I'll Jen Sackey circle back to that. Long Dong John says, "So uh, who had the Nashville or the worst Nashville take? NBC News, Newsweek, David Pakman, David uh, Packman. Chunk Yogurt, or Joe Biden? I don't know what Jenk said." Um, I do know what Pacman said, which is, oh, guess they didn't pray hard enough. Yuck, 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 yuck. Uh, good one, dude. And then, uh, of course, uh, I'm sure you saw the follow-up.
1: What about My- the anti-Semitic? Yeah. I deleted been- it
0: because of the anti-Semitic responses. Okay. Funny,
1: I didn't even know he was Jewish until he said that. And the, the Taliban tweeted about it. Do you think that the Taliban account is real?
0: I have seen a lot of people replying to it or quote tweeting it, so I've seen some interaction with it. I yeah, I've no idea. But I do remember, wasn't it during the withdrawal or sometime around there, there were Taliban affiliated social media accounts that were posting like good memes and stuff.
3: Yeah. Uh,
0: again, you know, to the conversation with Batman, I am not um I'm not going to join the Taliban team anytime soon. I'm not uh, thirsting Why? for they Islamo-fascism. Awesome. But If
1: that is real, uh, they are so spot on. Well, it's it's probably take just more than, some right wing.
0: It might be just trolling. Guy. I don't know. Um, Nicholas H. Uh, so, oh, so, but I, based on the ones I've seen here, Pac-Man had the worst. The others, had the worst. I, I don't know exactly what they said. So Pac-Man had the worst by default for me.
1: You know, they they defeated the American Empire and the Soviet Empire sitting in caves with their beards and their goats them out, and their goats. Yeah. And they got like old school guns.
0: Well, they and think about entires. that. Not only did they cash in on all the Soviets arms. Now they got ours too. I know they got like decades old AKs. They got modern, uh, you know, M fours f- fully kitted out. They got our vehicles. Uh, they got our helicopters to put people on helicopter rides in. it's like, it's, Really Feeding dog
1: in. is based. What can I say? I don't I don't know what to do here.
0: Uh I I'm not team team Taliban.
1: Oh, you'll get there.
0: But I am definitely not team other side of the gay war either.
1: I know. Yeah. What to do. What to do.
0: Yeah. Nicholas H says, uh happy eight uh happy eight eight day of the year. Blackpilled is back on Twitter. Uh no
1: freaking way.
0: That's news uh, to me. Actually, I only, I barely know who, maybe I'm Evan confusing Stack him is. with, oh, oh, he, that's his account. Okay. Um, I uh, Jeff Sloat says, I like chocolate chip ice cream and uh, I'm married to Dr. Jill Biden. Well, congratulations. That
1: clip, that clip is so bad.
0: Was that uh, what he Come said on, when, man. when he was doing the, uh, like
1: when he showed up? Down here for the chocolate yeah. chip ice cream. I think yeah. I'm joking. I got a whole fridge of chocolate chip ice cream. Upstairs. Oh, by the Everybody way, I heard about like... the
0: shooting. It was pretty bad. <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah. Let's let's pause there and we'll come back to your chats at the top of the hour.
1: Um, I'll have to just circle back with you.
0: Next up is Cody. Is that a uh, Buffalo Bill Cody avatar? In fact. Cody.
8: Cody. Hello, Matt. Hi, blonde. Hi. Hello, sir.
0: I was I was curious if that's a Buffalo Bill Cody avatar. Yes. Ah. What is uh, what is your interest in Bill Cody, if I might inquire?
8: I'm ugly. He's not.
0: Oh, okay. Well, fair enough. <laughs> what's on your mind?
8: I was wondering if you guys saw the Freedom Tunes video from last week okay. about how to uh, stop drag queen story I have not. What is the premise? A woman deciding to dress up as a drag queen and Head on down to the local library and read from the book of Leviticus. Sorry, oh. the book of Leviticus.
0: Interesting. So, and, and uh, how does this play out in the Freedom Tombs uh, depiction? He, this person is banned. Is that how it ends? Basically. Ah, okay. Well, do you think it's I think, uh, I a think st-
8: it's a great opportunity
0: for you. Uh, we should deploy this strategy, you're saying?
8: Yes. And I don't want to, but uh, you can a blonde, or her husband.
0: <laughs> well, do I actually have to dress up as the drag queen to do it? I guess to get into the event, that'd probably make me, huh? Yes. Uh, soon enough, it sounds like those are going to be illegal in Montana anyway. We're one of the states uh, working on a bill where the drag queen story yeah. hours for kids, at least in public settings like the library, will not be, in fact, legal. But we have our trans our transgender delegation in the state legislature who are they're, they're fighting it diligently. It's very important to them.
8: Yeah, it's also a good opportunity for those in the community that want to do the uh, breaking containment stuff. That might be ah, an opportunity.
0: Yes. Uh, <laughs> I wonder if any of them are willing to dress in drag to further the cause of ending the drag queen story hours. You got to fight fire with must fire. must become what we hate. I guess. Yeah. Well, I saw a great clip. Um, I need to find the context of this because it's not quite the same. Cause this guy didn't do the full bit of dressing up, but there was, there's some uh, power lifting or weightlifting competition. And the record holder for women is in fact, transgender now. And so some other guy who's just a professional weightlifter dude, Decided, no, I'm a woman. He didn't do anything. He didn't even put on the wig or any makeup. He just went in and absolutely wrecked that tranny's record while the <laughs> tranny watched. And he's just a man who says, I'm a woman. That's it. Can you do that with the. Can I somehow get into the to read at the drag queen event without being without doing the drag queen presentation? Because I, <laughs> as much as I support the cause, I, I, I'm not mm-hmm. uh, I don't know that I'm willing to do that.
1: Okay, I hear you.
0: Well, have have Ping too, dress up, then. <laughs> Wait, well, but if she would have to appear... Can women do it, or do that does she have to appear as a man dressing as a woman?
8: What if she's a woman dressing as a man dressing as
0: a woman? Right, okay, so... My brain we'll just, hurts. Yeah, we just have to give her a little uh, stubble or something to, for the man part. I don't know. I don't know how that would work.
8: Just next time you shave, keep the beard trimmings out of the sink and slap it on her face you a little know, bit of glue.
0: I am notoriously lazy about uh, cleaning the old beard trimmings out of the sink. So this might be a useful purpose for them. You're thinking, I like that. <laughs> All right. Uh, okay. Any other thoughts before we let you go? Uh, yeah. Ezekiel 23, 19. Isn't that the one from, uh, from Pulp Fiction? Where's is that? Is this a I, real? Maybe I'm, I'm confusing. Am sure I it. a... go ahead and you... look it up. Alright. No, it's real. You're right. This is real (laughs) scripture. I thought you were quoting the fake one from Pulp Fiction. What's the Pulp Fiction one? Uh, Well, I I guess I could read your... Oh, here's... Okay, wait. Yet she multiplied her whoredoms in calling to remembrance the days of her youth wherein she had played the harlot in the land of Egypt. Who's the she? And that's why I got a divorce. Oh, no. I'm sorry to hear. Oh, no. (laughs) No, I'm I'm joking. I was never married. <laughs> uh, well, I guess uh, comparatively better. All right. Uh, well, uh, you guys have you, a great night. Yeah, thank you, you for too. the call. <laughs> oh, interstate. Hold on. So, like, I, Whoa, I, I, yeah. I, I jumped into the the wrong room again, and every time I do that, I'm nervous because I have no idea what people are talking in there, and I have to get out of there quickly. You have no idea what you might hear. Yeah. So I'm like, oh shit. Holy cow. Uh, I got to get out. of. That was a near disaster. I got to be better at navigating discord. What I was thinking of, what was on my mind that I got uh, the, what I have to satisfy is what is that fake Bible verse in Pulp Fiction? Is it like, is e- it's Ezekiel something. It's it. Ezekiel 2517 which is not real.
3: Yeah.
0: Yeah. Alright, let's talk to uh, Juggernaut the Destroyer. Juggernaut, are you there? Hello, neighbors hello sir what's on your mind
9: have i ever spurged about 3d printers to you
0: not yet maybe but what do you want to what's the angle of the spurging
9: uh 3d printers are very epic you know i don't know if you know this but you can like print stuff that the atf doesn't want you
3: to print Uh, you can
0: and you can can do it legally yeah But I I have not, um, I have not handled 3D printed firearms myself. Uh, And I'm not just saying that for the FBI or ATF listener. I I legitimately have not handled them. So I don't have knowledge of of how well they perform or not. Have you, do you have experience?
9: I have 3D printed many things. I have not tried firearms. Hmm. It'd be kind of neat. But, um, well, I was going to 3D print a laser pistol. And the ATF doesn't care about laser pistols, so I can say that.
0: Well, a laser pistol meaning what? What's the difference between that and uh, what do you mean? What is a laser pistol? I guess I don't know. That's not just a laser pointer or something.
9: Think of a gun Uh instead of shooting bullets; it shoots a laser, and it burns people.
0: It actually burns you. Oh yeah. What? I gotta look this. I've never heard of this. You're talking like (laughs) some Star Wars gun or something.
9: well they're not allowed to sell intact like burning lasers it's illegal to do that but you can build them you can buy a laser and then you can buy a laser driver and just like connect the driver to the laser what is the projectile
0: uh, though what is it actually shooting
9: laser it's shooting photons that are concentrated
0: really It's, it's
9: literally a light amplifier that's what a laser is and it's amplifying the light to a degree that could you know burn you Blind
1: somebody
0: but it does yeah, it is the laser lights. like from a laser pointer where it's a is it an actual projectile or is it like a for lack of a better physics term, like a line of light to that person?
9: It is it is radiation. So it is a line of light that is okay. concentrated to the point that it will burn you.
0: OK, so it's like it it it, it is a laser pointer, just like one that that can damage you.
9: Yes, it is a laser pointer that is not laser pointer rated. It would be like got it, hundreds of times more powerful. Well, what
0: th- these sound like they're not common sense at all. What is the common <laughs> sense purpose for such a thing?
9: Like well, shoot drones out of the sky.
0: Oh well, I can also yeah. shoot
9: balloons out of the sky. Just FYI, instead well, so of firing a thousand dollar missiles at it, or two million or whatever
1: it is.
0: What What is the energy source, or how do these function? battery it just takes a battery that's it
1: this sounds awesome
9: yeah well it depends on your laser so most lasers nowadays are laser diodes and a diode is just something that transfers like electrons between two plates you can think of it like that and a laser diode does that and releases a photon in between and then you just have two like super duper reflective lenses on either side of the diode that reflects the light back and forth and it would run into more electrons and create like a super photon, and then it eventually gets so powerful it could exit the mirror, and that is your laser beam. All
0: right. Are th- do these have application in the gay war? Is this something I should stockpile?
9: <laughs> oh, yeah. You could, you could hit so many gays from so far away, you could burn their flag make them all cry
0: yeah. i'm not story. interested in aggressing upon gays neil i'm interested in defending myself on. no from no i'm the talking onslaught about the gays
9: of... are marching onto your streets yes with their which they're gonna flags yes you burn the flag and then blind them simple
0: ah well f- pride flag incineration sounds like a common sense application to me yeah now that lasers, that's a good reason to own one
9: lasers do not depreciate like a bullet a bullet you know it curves it would go down because of gravity and Yeah, a laser is just a straight
3: line so as it's long no as the, as
0: long as it's unobstructed it could go forever you except for mars. the fake curvature of the earth the alleged <laughs> oh, yes. curvature
9: refraction of the earth. would move it okay but you'd have to shoot a laser to mars to make that happen
0: hmm okay well this uh, that's this is all brand new to me i've never heard of any of this so how <laughs> How do, how do I never heard of lasers? <laughs> well I've never heard of laser pistols. I've never heard of like th- that this is a thing that you you can you buy these complete or do you have to build them yourself? No
9: no it's illegal to buy a uh, high powered laser complete. You can buy the laser and then you can buy a circuit and literally plug the laser into the circuit and it works. so
0: you're just uh you're you're making it a high capacity laser pistol is what you're doing you're you're modifying
9: well, yeah and no. I could no. modify it. All right. It's like the lasers complete. And then the laser circuits complete. You just buy them separate from, you know, government's dumb. I don't know what to tell you. You can buy them I'd- separately and then just put them together and it works the way it is.
0: It says here on the uh, official Wikipedia page, regulation varies between jurisdictions, but there are, uh, they're usually not subject to laws concerning air guns or firearms often sold freely. So they're not guns. That's for sure. Yeah. In, te- in the legal technical sense.
9: I mean, it's literally just a flashlight. That's really powerful.
0: Well, they'll figure out a way. They'll figure out a way to to (laughs) take those next. All right. Not yet. (laughs) Soon enough. Thanks for for calling in, man. Appreciate it.
9: Sure. See ya.
0: On the topic of uh, cracking down on this stuff, uh, Kareem Jean-Pierre was asked today about uh, Joe Biden's plan for assault weapons because he's back on the assault weapons ban uh, again. And the reporter asked... Will Joe Biden rule out confiscation? We know he doesn't want any more manufacture or transfer or sale. Will he rule out confiscating them from people who already have them in their possession? She would not answer the question.
1: Oh, no. So no surprise there.
0: Not that anything she says is sensible or consistent one day to the next. But yeah. Yeah. (laughs) uh, I guess they have not ruled out going door to door and coming to take everyone's ARs or whatever they determine to be an assault weapon.
1: Oh, it's going to happen.
0: I just hope they send someone hilarious. I hope they send Beto personally. I want to deal with that.
3: <laughs> Wouldn't that be something?
0: <sighs> uh, new Beezer, are you there?
10: Yes, I'm here. Hi. Uh, I kind of wanted to talk to you about uh, some native issues, like uh, Native American issues. Okay. okay. There was a article that recently came out there. They're protesting a particular pipeline, but, the, the people who showed up in court, a lot of them tried to uh, defend themselves in court as like, uh, representing themselves, and their arguments were not very good. One of them was that uh, I shouldn't be charged because I grew up in the residential schools, therefore that should count as time served against any sentence that I might incur, now or in the future.
0: Wait, so just so I understand, a Native American was saying, "I was put in some kind of Native American school, therefore that was essentially prison." Yep. Okay. Hmm. And this is—is uh, is this Canada or U.S.? Canada. Okay. Uh,
10: the they also made claims that, "Oh well, we demand that we be tried under Native law uh-huh. in a Canadian court," and they they all sorts of outbursts over uh, the, the judge actually uh, said to the the native individuals that the one of them that actually had a lawyer uh the lawyer said that oh well there's been 250 graves found and uh, 200 bodies and the the judge says no <laughs> uh, and the, their potential bodies they're they're potential graves but have you unearthed them and they said yes they've been unearthed they, and the judge basically looks at him and says uh they have been unearthed can you confirm this? And it's, oh, sorry, they've been confirmed via ground penetrating radar. And, oh, he, and this he was—I've heard like, about this. Yeah. This was
1: years ago, right? But it turned out to be bullshit. The whole thing.
10: Well, they still haven't broken ground to check. Oh. It's been years. How,
0: okay, so they're using some kind of what was the technology to detect the body? Some kind of radar?
10: Yeah, ground penetrating radar. And, and so how, they found little blips uh, that could be roots, or they could be.
0: Um, some sort of grave, or they. Could and how be, do you know that they're Indian graves? You well, don't even know if they're
1: the, graves, though. It, it could be any a,
0: number. The, the property of
10: a um, old residential school. So they're saying, okay, well, ah. the school was here, therefore these are probably graves in the apple orchard.
0: Well, that might be the nuns, like on on uh, nineteen twenty three, where they they spoiler alert take out the nun and and leave the Indian school. <laughs> maybe the, yeah. who knows I guess yeah I mean I, maybe it's a reasonable inference even if even if you can confirm there are bodies without seeing the the remains how would you know who in fact the bodies are
10: yep and the and every time that somebody kind of brings up the point hey can you go dig them up so that we can actually you can exhume them you can put the, bring them back to wherever they they like we'll try to determine where they came from mm-hmm. we'll even pay for it yet. Nobody seems to take it up on the offense and any idea that uh, you would do that. Oh, that's desecrating the grave. Oh, you can't do that. Even suggesting that these are not legitimate graves are uh, is a racist
8: dog whistle.
0: What did they hope to achieve with that? I guess it would be, I, I shouldn't say lie because it hasn't been confirmed to be a lie, but what are they hoping to achieve with that claim? Is there something tied to it? Is there some sort of... What what uh, happens, if anything, if that is, in fact, a mass Indian grave?
10: Well, they would probably go for some sort of financial compensation, but they would also use it as a bludgeon to guilt the rest of the Canadian population into, uh, oh, the whatever thing that we want done, we now have a veto power by by saying, oh, but you genocided the, the Indians. And mm-hmm. so they keep on claiming that it was a genocide where it was just... We, we tried to educate people who were kind of stone age, not, not, not quite. They they had picked up some, uh, Western technology, but they're not, um, they, they weren't super advanced. They were like a hundred years at least, uh, more technologically disadvantaged than, uh, the rest of the Canadian Populous and they couldn't like, they didn't speak the language. They couldn't interface with Canada and like with any of our services or anything. So yeah, the, the, the Canadian government tried to, oh, okay. Well, in order for these people to be Canadian citizens and to be functional members of, of society, right. well, we have to teach them, but we got to go collect them from way out in the boonies that we can only access via float plane and mm. uh, keep them in a boarding school where disease did end up killing quite a few of them. We had the, the, the world's worst record on, I believe it was tuberculosis or something like that, uh, had the highest kill rate in Canada because of that. They were all like, so many kids were in the, the schools and they couldn't, like, if it's the middle of winter, you can't go and send these kids back a two week journey to go back home while being sick. Yeah. So. Now I, I I do agree that neglect or maybe lack of care would definitely play into this, uh, into the the number of children that ended up dying. But I don't believe that it's it wasn't malicious. Everybody keeps on. It feels like they're they're trying to say that oh no these people were maliciously and intentionally murdered.
0: Yeah, that, they don't and that say would... that
10: out loud. They they just let you think it.
0: Yeah, you're right. That would be another assumption on top of who the bodies actually are, is that they were um, yeah, somehow abused, somehow potentially murdered. Unless you can recover some evidence of that, how how do you know the way that they died?
3: Right. But
0: you're probably right. This is just a big advanced hoax hate, a high effort hoax hate to uh, cash in on, on some sort of reward based on the premise that there was abuse in the past. Totally. Yep. Yep. All right. Well, thank you for the call and uh, appreciate uh, appreciate it. Have a good night.
3: Oh, uh,
10: one last thing. Uh, sure. If anybody's interested in a uh, 40K uh, Warhammer 40K role playing game, I am considering setting one up. So if anybody wants to get in on that uh, from the community, uh, I'd like to hear from you.
0: All right. That's new beijer on the discord server. If you are uh, looking to play the video game, I, I don't even know the game. That's that's no, no role playing. Oh, um, it's not just like tabletop. Oh, it's tabletop. Are you you're looking for an in person person, or is this a something no, you play no, no, no. All, virtually over the internet? Ah, so you play it's tabletop kind of like, Dungeons, like right? through a through like a Zoom or something like that.
10: Yeah, kind I of see. like Dungeons and Dragons, but just in Got the 40k it. universe. Wow. Got it.
0: All right, that's New Beezer on Discord. If you'd like to find him, okay. Thanks. Thank you, man. Have a good night. Okay. You too. Okay, we do need another uh, chat break, and then we we'll get right back to your calls. Sure, over. Who was on... the
3: last person? You did?
0: Last I had on YouTube and tippy stream is, uh, Jeff Sloat. And, and so we are, the show is up next real quick over on uh, rumble addicted to drum says, thanks. Thank you. Uh, JD, uh, 1492 says, can Barstool and social conservatives exist in the same coalition? The federalist argues that they should, uh, not that they should not, even though there's working class overlap. This being, uh, barstool sports yeah like uh, Dave Portnoy's thing yeah why not I don't know I'm not a big barstool guy so it's hard for me to say how much I agree with them or not I've seen uh, it seems like Dave Portnoy is a guy who gets it about half the time and the other half the time is talking about like how important it is that we have as many abortions as possible or something like that you know uh So that's kind of why I haven't paid a lot of attention is because it seems like it's sort of the. A lot of it rightly or wrongly, and if there are barstool fans who want to correct me, a lot of what I've seen strikes me as the kind of morally lacking libertarianism, which I am not a fan of. Uh, But maybe I'm wrong in that. Can can we exist in the same coalition? Well. If, if you have a, 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 people who agree on a baseline level of freedom and self-determination can exist in a union of states like we have. Like, can the barstool guys live in a state where they enable that sort of degeneracy that I perceive them as wanting? Again, I'm not saying they do. That's just my perception. Um, so long as they respect the rights of other states not to go along with the way of life that, that they want. Yeah. Um, I just don't know. What Barstool's philosophy on that is? Are they top down, handle everything nationally type I'm not guys, sure. or they,
3: yeah.
0: it's I I can't I can't say. So I don't want to make a a bad accusation against them because I just don't consume enough of their stuff to to say so. But if you are willing to allow uh, people the and and specifically states the autonomy to to make these decisions for themselves, and you agree on that principle, there's a lot of getting along that you can do. But that's not a I commonly agree. agreed upon principle these days.
1: Uh, let's see. We have, we are the show. Has blonde seen my debut single trying to be the best female rapper? 77 cents. All the hottest on rumble. Let him know. Like I told my woman it's worth the three minutes. Ew. Uh,
0: I, (laughs) that's a good line. Um, I did see the video. Have you seen this video? Uh Uh, he does. Uh, if I understand correctly, he's in drag and he put actual melons in a bra and raps about
1: you know, Good for you.
0: various related themes. Uh, so thanks for sending it to me.
5: Do you have a
8: penis?
1: Oh, Matt and Blonde, Marcus the Golden One has created a new art of fiery phoenix and pastel oils. He also does calligraphy and paints and paints little figurines. He has a new signature gym bag. Matt, keep chilling. I never look it's, at his Instagram. It's it's so pornographic.
0: <laughs> it's too much to handle. Well, he's just uh,
1: so He's so buff and handsome. I feel like I shouldn't. I shouldn't be looking.
0: So he yeah. he's into he's he does a lot of merchandising now. Apparently,
1: maybe I should buy some of this a new body.
0: signature gym bag from the golden one. Wow. All right. All right. Thank you.
1: Uh, two dogs. Mike D. Does his wife still work for Project Veritas? If so, there's going to be some bias. No, she no longer does.
0: And, and uh, yeah, she was not there during this whole conflict. She my understanding is she worked in in fundraising at Project Veritas 2019 to 2020. Mm -hmm. So but they clearly still know people who are there or who have been there recently. Um, Again, it's not. I don't I don't bring him on to say that everything he's presenting is gospel, just that there is another side to this that maybe we haven't been adequately presented. And to some extent, I think that's kind of Project Veritas. That's kind of their fault, too, in the way that the case that he's making I'm not sure it causes me to flip on James O'Keefe or not have questions for Project Veritas. But I think the way th- what he's describing, I find more compelling than what, Pro- than what Project Veritas themselves has said so far. So maybe they should right. maybe they should hire him to do PR. Uh, they'd probably have a better time.
1: Um, all minus one, by the way the wedding, the wedding list was leaked to the media. So you can fact check that. Also, there's no bias. We're still friends with people on the inside. Hmm. That answers that. I don't um max by pacman's logic a certain historical event could have been avoided Oof. only if their god actually loved them
0: oh my god
1: <laughs> that logic uh, logic was just infallible
0: well it it just i'm not it made pearl, my eye twitch when i read that i was so I, mad i'm not even i understand why people would uh quote unquote clutch pearls about that because it it, it does seem to mock kids who were just murdered so There's that. I don't want to overlook that. If you want to clutch pearls about something, it's perfectly justified to clutch pearls about that theme, I would say. But what bothered me, I wouldn't say more. What stuck in my mind was just the logic of it was so dumb. Who who show me one person who thinks prayer is the go to school defense strategy. People generally think prayer is great for putting yourself in the right mindset to take necessary action to to be a positively motivated person to achieve certain things in this life that are pursuant to God's will. That's what prayer is. No, yeah. Nobody sits down at a strategy meeting for how to defend the school or secure the school and says, every day we're going to pray five times. N- that's not a thing that exists. And they might pray five times and that's fine. Yeah. I'm not dismissing yeah. the prayer, but nobody thinks protecting the school means prayer and prayer alone. I've never heard anyone argue that in my life. The whole thing is a giant, ridiculous straw That's not why
1: people in. got so mad.
0: I know. I know I'm in the minority on that. Like, I'm I'm nitpicking about the ridiculous logic of it. But uh, it yeah, he's mockery. also just... It, it was
1: the religious mockery.
0: That's well, and, and coupled with... And I don't know if he's... Um, I'm going to assume he's probably not a, a religious Jew. He, I assume he refers to ethnic Jew in that context. I don't know. But for him to mock other people's faith and then fall back upon Well, there's anti-semitic uh, people are responding with anti-semitic uh themes so i have to delete this well i thought i guess he means why why would why is it not okay to to mock that form of faith if that's what he means or maybe he just means ethnically i don't know but it, but his original mockery of faith isn't the problem just impossible to understand
1: it's not impossible to understand. He he resents goys. That's really what this was about. He was I, one to I, mock I, Christians.
0: Maybe it's as simple as that. I don't know. It, it's hard for me. I I I have a pretty broad tolerance for people posting stupid takes. I and I try not to go too hard on people because I want an internet where we all say things and 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 battle have those ideas uh, battle it out. But every once in a while, there's one where I'm thinking like. Is, was there a camera on you when you typed this up and hit send? Because I, I want to see what it. did he I wanna, think
1: was going to happen. I want
0: to see the gears in his head. Like, oh yeah, I fucking got those dead kids. <laughs> this <on his> phone. <laughs> what the hell? Uh, I'm not. I, I just. It, I'm I'm at a loss for words with how stupid it is to to tweet something like that.
1: But atheists what? and secular Jews always do this. They they want to make a mockery of. You're suffering because they're like, well, where's your God now? Uh, it's a yeah. way of driving a wedge between you and your faith. It's demonic. That motherfucker. I read that tweet and like, I, I seriously, my eye twitch came back.
0: You know, I've had one interaction with David Pakman in my entire life. And it was when he was tweeting about oh, the,
1: that's right.
3: the
0: Kavanaugh hearing yeah. and it's not even an interaction. It was a Twitter interaction. He was tweeting about the Kavanaugh hearing, talking about how Kavanaugh was unhinged and just a, a, a man in rage mode who has no business on the Supreme Court. And I responded to him, well, I, I look forward to watching you respond to a false rap, uh, rape accusation. I look yeah. forward to seeing how you conduct yourself when you're smeared publicly in front of the entire country falsely as a rapist. Let's let's see how you handle that. And he, his response was, oh, I thought you guys opposed false accusations because I did say something like, I hope someone falsely accuses you so I can watch I that. I think that's the way I phrased it. I thought that's something you oppose. No, dummy. I'm saying I want to see you die in your own fucking sword. That's what yeah. I'm saying. And that logic seemed to escape him. Either that or he was just being the sort of. Uh, I don't know just the sort of jackass he was being when he tweeted this thing too. What a shit bag. Hmm.
1: We probably should get back to Paul. Yeah, we
0: should. Uh, before I, before I lose track of time here, cause we could talk shit about David Pakman all night. I think I probably shouldn't, you know, it's Mike's uh, exposure to um, him.
1: I'll have to just circle back with you.
0: We'll come back to your chats uh, at, uh, at the end of the show. My exposure to him is basically on Twitter. I don't ever listen to his actual show. Mm. So maybe, maybe I should be more fair to the guy who laughs at the dead kids. That the guy, school. Yeah. Uh, I know a fat guy. You ready, hey. Uh, what's on your mind?
11: Well, you know, a lot has happened in the last few weeks, which I can't believe gets like no media attention. I mean, mm. I sent you that uh, about how we're bailing out the banks right now.
0: Yeah. So, so uh, do, are you saying there are pieces of what's going on with the banks that are just uh, undercovered? What would those pieces be?
11: Well, uh, no one's talking about the bailout program. You know, all those crap uh treasuries that svb had that that sank them mm-hmm. well the Fed, the federal reserve that like i sent matt basically set up a program where they will buy them at full cost from the bank with the idea that they will buy them back in a year and that's it? up to about that's up to about a trillion dollars so it's already past 2008 bailouts
0: wait so they they buy these bonds these bonds lose value the government buys back the bonds at an inflated value and then the bank is supposed to buy them back later. So or am I misunderstanding. The, the,
11: they're, no, they're they're paying full price for the bonds. Who's so they? The, bond, uh, the Federal Reserve. Okay. So so SVB had to sell their bonds at, yeah. and they were getting like eighty percent of what the paper value was. The uh-huh. Fed is buying them back at full value, not market value, full value, and under the idea that the bank will buy it back in a year. Hmm.
0: Is the bank obligated to do that or the Fed just expects them to?
11: No, they're obligated. In theory, they're obligated, but this okay. is like anything else. It's subject to change. You know, it's like Groucho Marx. And if you believe that one, I got another one for you.
0: Okay. Is this, is this just for SVB or is this something that's happening more broadly? This is
11: for all the banks. This is for all the regional banks. And it's up to about a trillion dollars, about a trillion dollars worth <laughs> about yeah if you look at the fed's balance sheet it just took a took a hockey stick straight up mm. Not only that no one's talking about the american dollar like people don't understand that g went to putin in russia china and putin, they they went there he went there to solidify uh gas deliveries and food deliveries for china and to consolidate to like work on getting rid of the American dollar. China just made a deal with Brazil to do everything in one. Uh they just did a LNG deal with France to do it in only in one. Uh, Russia just said they're gonna deal with uh Latin America. Uh Africa and Asia in one and Mexico said they want to join the BRICS nations.
0: So we're losing the world's faith in the dollar is what you're saying to the to the everyman layman like me. And the the world's faith in the dollar is the only thing that gives the dollar its value, right?
11: No, no, not really. But uh, basically what it comes down to.
0: What's the not really part? What am I missing?
11: Well, you can still keep uh, value in the dollar and not be the reserve currency. Okay. No, Basically, no, but but
1: the faith is what keeps it even going. Fiat currency—that's that's what he's saying. Well, there's, it's not gold backed anymore.
11: Yeah, but yeah, mm-hmm. but the as long as the United States keep faith in it, we'll still have value. I mean, it's when hmm. like the rest of the world when you know, like so, if Saudi Arabia, Arabia, and OPEC were to drop the petrol dollar and price it in yuan. What would end up happening, uh, what could end up happening is all the countries just drop their dollar denominated assets and all that money would flood into the United States and we'd have a major inflation crisis.
1: Yeah. Hmm. I guess uh, your perception of all this changes when you stop caring about America being a world leader, like the biggest world force. I don't care about that anymore. We've lost the right to be world police. And that, and with that comes, you know, the, the economic consequence, which is that we're not going to be the world currency anymore at a certain point.
11: Oh, yeah. But uh, that's where a lot of the uh, uh, power of the United States comes from, is like us being able to freeze other countries out of the, uh, the dollar. You know, yeah, so, but, you know. but
1: should we have that power? I don't know.
11: Oh, oh why not? If I ever rise to power, I, I plan to abuse it.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: It's very well, honest. Me too, of you. Thank you.
1: Naturally. What would you do before we kick you off? Let's say uh, you are primo authoritarian of, of the Western world. What do you do? You, you get one thing, the biggest thing you do.
11: Uh, I'm going to nuke the French.
1: That is what? just no, no. Nope.
0: Of all the disputes. I mean, the French have their flaws. But take yeah. out the French. Wow. God, I was not I expecting know that. What I
1: would do one thing.
11: You know? Well, I'm, I'm going to blame all the world's problems on the French, and then nuke them so they can't complain.
0: <laughs> well, I don't know. The, the, the will the, the complaints of the French outlast the French themselves? They'll no, be they'll still be complaining in the post uh, nuclear apocalyptic world. Yeah, I Absolutely. don't
1: know. <laughs> right. I asked you an impossible question, so I, I'll you get off this time. All
0: right. Thank you, man. Sure. uh visconti is up next visconti are you there hello what's on your mind
12: Uh, i guess pretty much our totally not woke local nashville news channel is
0: uh all right you're you're in the area you're saying
12: yeah i live about 30 40 miles from nashville
0: and uh okay so what is local news saying about uh, this event
12: so there was like a visual today, um, you know, everyone coming in to pay her their respects and all on mm-hmm. the local news channels were up there and like the reporters were from what I, the interviews I saw, the reporters were going around, I guess, being selective with who they were interviewing, like young, younger college age students, high schoolers, and just being like why are you here what were you thinking about
3: Mm -hmm.
12: and what did you feel hearing all these testimonies today and well it really seemed like they were trying to get a very specific response Mm -hmm. from a lot of these people they were interviewing
0: don't Um, you hate guns did they ask that one
12: (laughs) they didn't come out that abruptly yeah but uh it, after a while it seemed like they were getting ready to. But, um,
0: what were the common responses? What were these uh, younger people describing?
12: Um, mostly, it's just like we're we're sorry this happened. We're we wish it didn't, and we just came to pay our respects and. Okay. Wish it didn't happen. For for the most part, it was, I'd say, pretty tame.
0: Yeah, that but, sounds uh, pretty much entirely non-political. Even if they were try- if the reporters were trying to bait the politics.
12: Uh, there was a couple, though, that were getting a little emotional, and the reporter kept, kept really kind of pressing. It's like, what do you think would would prevent something like this from happening
3: again? Mm-hmm.
12: And I think the, the girl she was interviewing kind of caught on what she was—but she, she didn't come out. She's just like, I just wish something—this would never happen again, and I always wonder if it's going to happen to me next.
1: And I wish they would get some American first, America first kid in the midst. It was like, well, we have to eradicate the trannies. It's the obvious.
0: It? <laughs> but it's funny uh, I mean, so out you're out you're doing the way. actual. Michael Knowles was accused of saying eradicate the trannies. You're no, you're saying I know, you're, you're you're going. Uh, you're you're firing up the box cars. I guess you don't fire up box cars, but you get what I'm saying.
12: <clears throat> but uh, after the interviews, did they didn't get the ones I think they were wanting. Hmm. They went back to the newsroom and the next story was, our investigative journalists have found the gun range that the shooter went to train at.
1: Uh, okay. Train? Whatever. Mm. Well,
0: In I, Tennessee,
12: I'd... you don't need a permit to go into a gun range. You can just walk in there. What? So, yeah.
0: I didn't even yeah, know permits for a goes. gun range were a thing.
12: That They aren't. I think it's just something they said. They just made that up? Just, mm-hmm. It's like, oh well,
0: maybe that's the case. In, one gun you know, range
12: is probably going to shut down.
0: Yeah, well, uh, hopefully, hopefully, these places will have. I guarantee you, the demand for the use of that gun range uh, exceeds the ability of the local news to destroy it. I, I hope they just have the balls to stand up for themselves if they get targeted. But- <clears throat>
12: well, that's the thing. I'm, I'm really questioning a lot of like how like local businesses and obviously local, local politicians are, are they going to cave to this big mob that's coming and just, or are they going to you know stand up and say no?
0: I heard the it's Nashville bullshit. mayor on a national news interview and I've heard the, the police chief, the police chief I've not heard get into politics at all. The Nashville mayor seems like a, uh... He looks like a gun control Oompa Loompa to me. He's He was all about it on NBC the other morning, but is he like five, four or five or something? When? Look up I, the I Nashville know. mayor. I mean, he's an actual Oompa Loompa. If he I remember
3: a-
12: correctly, he only got his position because the last Nashville mayor was caught in like a sex scandal and using taxpayer money hmm. and got and abruptly resigned, so.
0: John Cooper is his name. I don't know if I can find his height. Oh, my but, gosh. He's such like a little tiny, guy. He's a tiny, tiny man.
1: Oh, he looks like a little gnome.
0: Yeah, but he'll, he's, he wants to take your shit. And that, oh. that I listened to an interview of him on NBC the other morning, and it was Hoda Kotb doing the interview. And her she was actually doing the sort of thing I was talking to you about earlier. She wasn't just trying to bait the politics. She asked this guy, you know, in Connecticut after Sandy Hook, they banned the guns and now their murder rate is down 40 percent. Shouldn't you guys do that in Tennessee? It was like it wasn't even trying to be an objective, non-activist question. And he and he responded. I forget what he said. It wasn't if not a full endorsement. It was uh, you're right. You know, we we have to move in a gun control direction. General answer. Yeah.
12: Nashville uh, banned gun shows several years ago. So,
0: but the loophole, what uh, the loophole is still functioning somehow. <laughs> they're saying this, His this uh,
12: Jamal and he's in a Nashville alley. So,
0: uh, They're saying this, uh, this young lady purchased her firearms legally is my understanding. She had seven of them, according to the police chief yesterday. And it sounds like she lives with her parents or something. Because they're saying the parents didn't know. They thought she had one gun and sold it. It turns out she had seven and was hiding them from her parents. She's 28. But that implies to me, hiding from your parents. Do you live in the same place as your parents? Or what What do you mean hiding them? Unless you guys share a living space. So maybe they did. I don't know.
12: Mm. I just remember after the incident, they raided wherever she was living. and like, so.
0: Oh, so maybe it is separate. I don't know. Or maybe it would have. No, it
12: was her her dad's house, I think.
0: Oh, okay. So maybe she did live with her parents.
12: Or at least one of them.
0: Yeah. All right. Uh, Anything else before we let you go?
12: Uh, Nope, that's it.
0: Well, thanks for calling in. I appreciate the local perspective. And of course, all the best to uh, everybody down in Nashville. Uh, Thank you. Nicholas is up next and then we'll get dangerous spaces after that to finish up the callers nicholas are you there good evening
3: good evening how are you Hi.
0: you know your last call where uh you, you were talking about uh finding purpose despite uh quality of women and all that you remember yes i received a couple of emails of high praise for your call so
7: oh really oh, well thank even, you
0: even if people uh even if people want to want to fight you about the black pill it seemed like there were uh, a few who had had a lot of praise for what you had to say so uh,
7: i got some positive feedback on my end as well so cool. it was very nice um so glad glad people found value in it but um really sad about what happened earlier this week but uh now i guess we have a situation with two dead names which is a bit confusing um <laughs> god <laughs> that was- uh so anyway that was a pretty good uh, one yes yeah, so
3: i butchered somebody else's
7: jokes from chat i'm very sorry chief yeah. uh but anyway um so something i wanted to talk about that i thought was kind of interesting and i think matt and Blonde, you'll definitely find this interesting is um and i don't really know how to how to take away or figure out what it's going to do but um the Biden administration right now is looking to reshape some of the questions on the 2030 census Uh, and he's going to merge race and ethnicity. And he's going to add categories such as Latino, Middle Eastern or North African. And the reason why that is meaningful is because right now those peoples don't have a place to put down their, uh, I suppose race or ethnicity. and so a lot of them are listing white on the census because Ooh, a lot of wow. Hispanics are considered white and so this census came out and we had 59% white people what I think is going to happen if they do push this through is we're going to see a massive shift in the racial demographic and it's going to be like oh by the way surprise white people you're now like 40% of the population uh,
0: and it, this is is this the census that's going to happen in 2030? We have another seven years of correct immigration. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So
7: it's, it's, it's still in proposal, uh, yeah. forum for the reformatted, whatever federal register notice. Mm-hmm. Um, but I wanted to get your guys take on it because I, I haven't been able to think through what the ramifications are. And I've been mm. thinking about it for like, Four weeks.
1: This seems like a positive development, right? Yeah, well, I mean, white it, people are in total denial about what's happening with the demographics of the country.
0: Assuming there isn't deception, I would agree that that accuracy is best. Um, so I suppose, do you think that there are nefarious intent that there's nefarious intent behind that? And if so, what would the goal be? Because I, being specific, I don't necessarily see a problem with.
7: Well, yes, kind of. I mean, there's there's two ways I can see it going. One is um, everybody looks at white people as being a majority and they have a big problem with uh, majority rule, et cetera, et cetera. Um, and, and so if white people get dethroned, so to speak, demographically all, all in one fell swoop, ah. we might lose some of the heat from us, from the culture overall. However, on the other s- side of things, Um, They might look at it like they look at white people in South Africa in the 90s and they say, you know, we basically have a minority, a minority rule and we get even more heat as a result. And I don't know which way would come about, but that would be a terrible situation.
0: Yeah, as though the the propaganda angle on it would be... uh you are finally in the minority and you'll start acting like it now would be, yeah,
7: we're going to start voting your stuff away. Got it. Okay. Or by force. Yeah, I
0: I could see that. Um, on the other side of it though, if you are being imprecise and you're getting an, an inflated representation of what a particular demographic is, I don't know that that, that there's much benefit to that either. What, what benefit do we retain other than, possibly not having that propaganda point being used against against white citizens.
7: I I agree with you. I am just concerned about the rapidity of change hmm. all happening at once because that's typically what what fractures or weakens systems and that's that's what the left has been so good at doing in the last 10 or 15 years is causing such a rapid blitzkrieg of cultural and societal change that the end result is everybody's losing faith in the overall system patriotism is way down on both the right and the left and 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 the system is more likely to fall apart and so if you know if if i have a house and a yard and kids and all that jazz in that system it's concerning to me to to imagine what the potential would be if things change too rapidly and people start coming after us so to speak right. uh, yeah.
0: before we uh finish up the call this is handled who has the authority to handle this is the is this a matter for congress or is this strictly an executive branch type thing
7: so the biden administration i can shoot you this npr article but the biden administration um is proposing the changes the changes need to uh approved and reformatted in the federal register notice mm-hmm. um they had a hearing uh thursday I, I, to be honest i'm not really sure who who signs off on it
0: i, I would guess it's a matter for congress but then again things that are supposed to be matters for congress are routinely <laughs> yeah. not yeah. handled by congress anymore yeah. so who knows
7: yeah, the, the the new Census Agency, <laughs> the four hundred and fifty seventh agency. Yeah, exactly.
0: <laughs> All right. Well, yeah. Uh, yeah, that's news to me. So, thanks for the information. I appreciate it.
7: Absolutely. Enjoy Dangerous Spaces, Blonde. Yes. Um, Devin. Well, I don't know if I can say his name on here. Blackpilled is is definitely back on Twitter. As that's of today, awesome. They nuked, they nuked his whole subscriber count. So go sub.
1: It's about time for me to talk to him again. I think.
7: All right. Well, thank you all. Hope you have a great night.
1: You too.
0: Thanks. See ya. All right. Uh, last call of the month, of course, goes to our screener, Dangerous Spaces. What is on your mind?
2: Yeah, guys. Um. So I just, I, I'll try to be quick in explaining the situation behind what I'm talking about. Um, You saw, you're familiar with Posey Parker. She did, Yes, some rallies in um, Australia and in New Zealand, and there was a lot of kind of uh, pushback against what she was talking about. She's kind of, um, she's not even anti-trans. She's just, you know, biology exists is pretty much her argument. But I assume you're familiar with it?
0: I've heard a headline-level description of about that much detail, but the only other thing I've heard is that there's been would it be fair to say violent response to her or do they're just trying to shut her down? Mega well, protest this, response.
2: This, this isn't about her, but this is just to give you the context of yeah. what I'm talking about. There's a, um, there was a politician here in Australia. She was a liberal politician, which for Americans, liberal is our right-wing party, liberal, uh, liberal nationals. Mm-hmm. It's two parties that form one. Um, she was at the rally that, um, that Posey Parker was at. There were neo-Nazis there. And basically, there's talk of expelling her because neo-Nazis were at an event that she was attending. Uh, Now, a tweet that um, someone put out quoting basically a reporter. Damn it, where did I put that? It's right here. Federal and state liberals, again, the right-wing party, had trouble confronting a simple proposition. If you're promoting a cause that neo-Nazis support there is something profoundly wrong with your cause or the way Ugh. you're prosecuting it. Okay. Whatever. And we there... all
1: drink water too. Is that the comment? Well, point? yeah,
2: but that's the point because, and, um, uh, a media commentator that I really like, and I, I try to watch a fair bit. So if you support women's only spaces, believe in biological reality and are against child transitioning, you're a neo-Nazi, the Australian left, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. Ugh. And I kind of just wanted to get your idea on that because that is pretty much it. It's like, it's like, this ridiculous idea that you don't have to like someone's views on neo-Nazism, but a neo-Nazi is going to have multiple views and you are going to intersect and agree with some of them. And I mean, the response I gave to them was something along the lines of, by that logic, if neo-Nazis came out and said, don't touch kids, that means you have to become pro-molestation. <laughs> oh, I yeah, guess, totally. yeah, you
0: don't yeah. want to agree with them. And if you do, you need to reevaluate your position.
2: Yep. Yeah. So um, I'm just curious what you guys think of that, because I know, you know, that happens in America as well. And it's just it just blows my mind. It's a ridiculous notion that there's not going to be a crossover in a green, you know, I, I don't even know how to really articulate well, or even, you know. It's just
0: a dishonest way of dismissing argument, shutting down conversation with these, which these people specialize in. It, it, it's it's if they can associate you with someone bad, they can invalidate everything you have to say. It's as simple as that. It's, it's a tactic to get you. It's a, it's, um, you could call it a, sophisticated might be too much of a compliment but a more sophisticated ad hominem type thing it's just it's effectively saying you're a bad guy so your opinion doesn't count that's it that's all they're doing
1: it's so preposterous because there's crossover between uh somebody that's a far right dissident like i am and somebody that's so far on the left like obviously we're going to have some level of crossover here we were just talking about this with islam yeah I'm, I'm, like, yeah. literally sympathetic with, uh, with like, violent, radical jihadists now. I mean, there's and just... Crossover. One
0: longs for their company. I- so she can, now- she can fulfill her destiny of uh, having them slaughter all us men, and she can then join them to reward them.
2: That's what I've always wanted in my life, yeah. <laughs> now, I do just want to follow on from Matt, Matt, what you said there, because the person that posted this that I just quoted... Uh, works for the ABC here in Australia, which is yeah. basically like our version of BBC. It's government funded. So theoretically, it's supposed to be uh, non biased. It's supposed to cover all sides, uh, you know, all um, the whole political spectrum, I suppose, is what I'm trying to say. And it's it's very lefty. It is not not at all unbiased. It's ridiculously leftist. Because the woman went on to also say this if you're continued ad ab- 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 oh, Grad, I can't talk today. If your continued advocacy gives, to use some fancy word, but basically support, to such extremists, you should not be in parliament. You can say whatever you like, wherever you like, but not from a privileged platform provided by a (laughs) political party posing as fit to govern. And it's just like, so literally you're going to give someone guilt by association and then based on that say, you don't get to be in parliament. That's not your decision. Well, that's yeah, and, the, yeah. the decision of people that vote her in.
0: Yeah, exactly. And, and that's the fundamental logic there is that if you receive the state's declaration of extremist, you, in theory, uh, could be stripped of all your rights. I know that we're talking about you know a, a quasi right to be a member of parliament here, but you're right that that representative duly elected by a constituency has a right to serve in that in that body. Now that I suppose yeah. the counter is there are rules about how you have to conduct yourself and you can get kicked out of Congress here. You can get kicked out of parliament there, I assume, but, but in general, yeah, it, the state's declaration of extremism does not invalidate the rights of the mm-hmm. people period.
2: Yeah. And but that's, that's, the thing, I'm, it's, that's what it's, she's that's trying to do. It sounds like it's not even necessarily the state. It's you no, know, not even necessarily the media as this woman is from. It's just the idea that if someone says you are connected to this group and therefore, you shouldn't get to be it's like the fact that someone could declare that and theoretically then tell you who it can and cannot be. it's like that's untenable. you can they can't that there's no way that can work because that's it's it, it's China well
0: yeah, yeah. you're right or, or, or it, it, it inverts it's literally just you know it inverts the the proper flow of power, and I think you hit it exactly right the 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 government exists at the consent of and basically upon the hiring of the people. It exists to represent the people. It, the government does not give legitimacy or special privileges or special recognition to the people that it likes. That's mm-hmm. how you get the sort of uh, totalitarianism that, that you're describing. If you lose track of where the, po- the power properly flows from, that's how you get that inversion. And, uh, well, I don't know. I'll just add it to the stack of um, <laughs> reasons to be skeptical of women in government once again
2: yeah just well, seems to be the philosophy fair, has been lost yeah to be fair, the woman that's actually uh was at the rally you know seems somewhat reasonable it's actually to kind of um subvert that viewpoint it's actually the head of uh what was it head of victoria um liberals I think has basically said uh was talking about suspending her over attending the rally. Because neo-Nazis were there. <laughs> so it was actually the man in this case that was being unreasonable. Ah, was kind well, of,
0: okay. Uh, yeah. Thank you for clarifying.
1: Were neo-Nazis legitimately there? Were they just feds?
2: Well, it was people that were throwing up, uh, you know, SIG Hiles and stuff. So Dude, neo-Nazis like it, but, don't know, actually do that. Though.
0: They had the torches. What are you talking about? Yeah, they really. Le- they were legit. Hmm.
3: And
2: I can't remember, just off the top of my head, if they even had messages that specifically were discussing the topic that was on hand or whether they were just there. You know, no one considered that if they didn't have messages, they might have just been there basically because cameras were there and they wanted to get on camera. It's no re- you know. Uh, have
1: you All ever right. met any IRL neo-Nazi? I don't even think they're real.
2: I don't think so. No, I mean and even for example, Texas, they had they had that thing, you know, whenever that was a few years ago, where they freak out and going Sorry, pardon me burping down the mic, <laughs> without freaking out and going, oh, my goodness, look at this. A bunch of neo-Nazis showed up. It's like there were, like, 10 people there. Yeah. Like just... Texas Texas is what? Uh, bigger than Australia, I think. What is it, like 26, 27, maybe about the same size as Australia population was? Mm. There were 10 people. Yeah. What are you guys talking about? Yeah. And then were, not to mention the, um, uh, what was it, the um, Lincoln Project, one of the guys that showed up on the anniversary of, charlottesville yeah with tiki torch and it turned out oh yeah that was a that was actually complete it wasn't wasn't that the time they they hired the black guy to
0: join too wasn't there a Uh, black guy in that nazi group there
2: was a black guy in there yeah yeah yeah. but it's like it's like so this wasn't legitimate either. it's like Hmm. i'm sure they exist but they're just not round and no one takes them seriously and they're not big enough to worry about them being a concern
0: yeah. Like all it, right. It's just kind of ridiculous. Sorry. Well, that's uh, that. I hadn't heard this story, so thanks for letting me know. I uh, appreciate the insight on that.
2: No worries. But it's just, again, it's just the principle of, well, they were there and so were you, so we need to get rid of you. Like, yeah. I'm, like, what? Yeah. Uh, uh, you, like, ironically, you can prove sp- she invited them, maybe you're, you're, then you have a case. You're but, supposed
0: you know. to have a right to association. Now, association is used as the vehicle through which they deny all your rights.
2: Exactly. Yeah. Great.
0: Yeah. I look forward to it. Okay. Uh, thanks for thanks for your call, and of course, thanks for all your help with the production.
2: No worries, no worries. You guys have a good night. Thank you.
0: You as well. We're a, a good Jay day up. down under.
2: <laughs> Thank you. Thanks. See you guys later.
0: Okay, that'll do it for callers for the evening. Appreciate everybody who called in. If you were not able to this evening, or you're having trouble getting in live, or you'd like to participate in the show but you can't do it live, of course, you can send us an email question. The way to do that is through the contact. Page of the website. That's com slash contact. Look for the call-in show question form that keeps us organized. And we'll respond to those questions at the end of the stream each week, as we will right now. Uh, Charlie says, Do women's rights exist, and if so, how do they differ from rights that men have? I, I don't think that there are special women's rights. Women's
1: rights, right.
0: Yeah. I, I can't think of... I can't think of a special right that... well. I guess the, there are the, there are the ones that exist, or in the, but the, as a matter of morality, do they exist? Like legally, women uh, have a whole host of special rights in this country that men don't have, and they can abort men,
1: their children.
0: Depends on your jurisdiction now, but yeah, mm-hmm. um, men. Uh, there's women in the drafts. they they don't they're not obligated to the same uh, draft system that the men are. Um, I'm trying to think of what, what. Of course, you have legal structures that reward mothers in custody custody battles all the time, or women yeah. in general in in divorce proceedings. Uh, but I think the question is more to just the morality of it. Do women or and men have different rights absent the law, or sh- should they? I suppose is a better way to phrase that. I I can't think of any right that women should have that men should not. Right. Well. No, I don't. Maybe I want to think about that, though. Do do women have a right to. The protection of a man or something like that. I don't know. You can't you can't have a right to a thing. You have a right to be left alone. Mostly you don't have a right to be provided with stuff, even if a man is kind of stuff, you know, like you can't.
1: No, 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 no. Back this this line of thinking up.
0: I'm trying to like to. Because my my gut reaction is no, and I'm trying to press myself to come up with something
1: no, human rights should be equal
0: look at that it's It's so clear that blonde is egalitarian on this issue
1: I mean the rights given to us, the rights yeah. under the law For the most part,
0: yeah um the women women's right not to vote, how about that?
1: yeah, I mean that's just for the good of humankind
0: uh. I guess what I'm saying is we to the extent that we both have varying degrees, we both agree that women's roles are different from men's, generally speaking. It's not rights that define that, though, I guess it's.
1: Is he talking about natural rights? I I've read this as legal rights.
0: See, I, I went straight to morality. Like, yeah, the natural rights concept uh, should and should not type stuff, regardless of what the law says.
1: Voting isn't um, a right. Either.
0: It's it's different than say your right to free speech or your right to defend yourself. The right to, to vote is inherently a, a so-called right that exercises power over another person or society in general. The rest of your rights are, are rights to be left alone. Uh, so the right to vote I do think is, is qualitatively a different thing, but um, no, I'm going to say no. I mean, I guess I'm going to say as a matter of morality, women do not have special rights that men do not.
3: Okay. Yeah,
0: I'm with you. If, uh, uh, if to so the question asker, if you have a counter, I would like to hear it. If, uh, if you think otherwise,
1: this is from Junior Soprano. I just watched the Sopranos. Okay, read in a New Jersey accent. <laughs> it was my best. Hey, Matt and Blonde. Yeah, you're good. <laughs> Did you see? I'm not doing the whole thing. Like okay. Now. Did you thank see you. that baked Alaska guy go on Dick Masterson show? Fucking feds everywhere. I was trying to send honest men to the can. I mean, Phil Leotato did 20 years ago in the big house without a peep.
0: I didn't see it.
1: poor baked Alaska. Um, When does he go to prison? I don't know. I messaged him on Twitter. Like, like right when I got my account back, he said he was about to go for six months.
0: Six months? And what are his charges?
1: Uh, He had some priors. Or
0: convictions, I guess. Uh, Oh, he did have legal trouble previously.
1: Let me see. No, he did to read the
0: next one. This original article from... This is 60 days in jail from from January, but he's saying six months?
1: Let me make sure.
0: Anyway, all right, I'll read the, yeah, I'll read the next question. told
1: him to make toilet wine. Oh, no, uh, he said 60 days. Oh, okay.
0: Uh, <laughs> I was wondering what this was, but it's the capitalization that gave it away. It's just the N-word and the F-slur written backwards. backwards. Uh-huh. So it's Sregan... Togaf. how can we convince non-democrat voters including the black pill losers who don't vote blonde to to move out of the blue states by remaining in those blue states their power is supported through tax dollars and electoral college votes via state population um (laughs) six million republican votes incinerated in the 2020 (laughs) presidential election alone sad come on uh how okay? So how can we convince? Basically, how can you get everybody who would be a, a a valuable voting asset into states like ours and away from states like California or New York or Illinois and all the rest? Um, uh, make
1: red states awesome.
0: I think how about there's that? A, I think there's a lot of that going on. Um, aren't
1: is there? The, because Idaho is filled with uh, shitty restaurants and fucking hicks. I don't know Hicks, what you guys are as far are... as the eyes can the eye can see. Well, that,
0: that's that's true of any rural state. See, I like that. But you are an, you're an urbanite. You know, you, you want it the...
1: is. It is one of my greater failings. I mean, living a bunch of white uh, amongst a bunch of white Hicks has its benefits above like living with a bunch of ghetto minorities. Like, I don't feel like I'm going to get murdered but, like people that are white trash. It's man. It's there bomb. are just
0: too many Denny's around and too many Walmarts
1: yeah everything like in town used to be an ihop yeah, ah, yeah. and you can um, still tell
0: no i mean there, there are the state uh, montana state politics have gone really our, our legislature and our governor are crushing it and um and so much so that we actually have a budget surplus in this state and we're all getting a tax refund this year we're all getting a tax rebate of like 2500 bucks which is nice. and a property tax rebate so they're there, in addition to the the social policy, which I think is heading in the right direction, the fiscal policy of this state is getting cleaned up nicely. So I, I really have very little, if any, dispute with the politics of my state. Uh, I, I don't know what you do to convince these people to leave and join a state like ours other than allow the situation to persuade them naturally. I know that might not be hurried enough, but, man, I, I don't know what to tell you if you're still living in California, for example— and maybe you're doing decently well for yourself, but between the federal and the state yeah. government, you're probably paying half of what you earn to oh, one gosh. government or the other. I, I don't know how to convince you. I don't know what I could say to you personally more than the theft of your earnings on that scale it could persuade you. What?
3: Yeah.
0: I think you just have to let it get worse. Um, or yeah, you're right. What do you do? An advertising campaign in those states? <laughs> come, come over
3: yeah.
0: here. Um. I it, it's very hard for me to think of something that you could say that would persuade these people more than the absolute rot of the states that they live in. And I, I don't want to be too dismissive. I feel bad for people who have spent not just their lifetime, but maybe their whole family has been in New York or California for generations. And you've built something awesome. I, yeah, it's supposed to-, to be
1: like a fourth generation Californian right now.
0: It's, it's easier said than done if you have a whole, not just your family there, but a whole giant investment of a business that you're supposed to what? Abandon, pack up and leave. Uh, one way or another, though, the, I guess the best thing, I, the most persuasive thing I would say to those people is um, they're going to force you out eventually. Do you want to leave on your own terms or do you want to be forced to leave by the absolute ruin that these people are going to create? Uh I don't know. Or maybe I make an appeal like we need to drown out the rest of the losers who ruined your state, who have moved in here and ruined certain parts of ours. Like the city and city to a lesser extent, county government here in Bozeman is a disaster. Yeah. They're going to make this place ruined in the next 10 to 20 years easily. The state I'm, I have faith in this particular locale. They'll make quick work of it. Uh, I, I So I guess to answer you, uh, Sregan Togaf just (laughs) you just gotta gotta let them watch their own world burn until they are forced to leave
1: how's that for a black pill um Richie after listening to Sunday's hoax 8 segment a very important question crossed my mind is there a way we can aggregate a list of sundown towns (laughs) I'm looking for a nice place to move to I don't think that that's real except remember we talked about that that town in Arkansas it's that that famous YouTube video the most racist town in America and it's just like like white people yelling hilarious things. Apparently it's an awful place to live. What town is that?
0: I can't remember. I remember seeing the video though. And I actually received an email from a resident of Salisbury, North Carolina, this alleged sundown town. And this emailer said, that's bullshit. There is a crime of color all over this town all the Ah. time. It's not a sundown town. That's bullshit. Made up nonsense. It's a
1: sundown town for white people.
0: He made it sound like it might be something like that, yeah. So the very premise uh, mm-hmm. seems to have been, at least according to this emailer's assessment, a, a lie. Um, yeah, I, I don't, uh, Richie, I don't know where the Guardian got that declaration. Is there an official database of Sundown towns? I, I couldn't tell you. Wow, Matt's hairy butthole huh. sent this. Sent this How question. How dare you? Would you rather none of your friends like your spouse or none of your spouse's friends like you? Let me think about this. Um,
1: I, none of your spouse's friends like you.
0: I would rather have. N- well, I, I, I'm thinking cause I'm making arguments for both in my head. You tell me why you go that way.
1: Okay. So my husband's group of friends because he had kind of an international uh, upbringing, his group of friends are, and he's a lot older than I am. He's um, acquired and cultivated a friend group that lives all over the world, like lifelong friends. So if they didn't like me, he would just go visit them without me and it wouldn't affect our day-to-day lives. But my entire social network is in quarterly um, because I left everybody else behind. So if... They didn't like my husband. It would really fuck things up on a day-to-day basis.
0: Hmm. Well. I don't be, I don't care about liking anyone or being liked by anyone other than my spouse. I don't give a rat's ass about it. (laughs) There's kind of some truth. There's kind of some truth to that though. I know that's a cop out because I have to make a selection here. Um, I think I, I guess I would rather have my friends hate her because I don't think that that would damn, I don't think that would be as bothersome to me to you as her as friends hating right. me would. Wait, uh, I,
1: wait, what? I, if Hold her on.
0: friends hate me, I think yeah. that's going to be more emotionally bothersome to her. Oh, gotcha. Okay. Than my friends hating her. Cause I'll just say, yeah, mm-hmm. fuck you guys. I don't care. Whereas she'll okay. be, I think she'll be actually bothered by her friends, uh, not liking me. That would become a source of anxiety.
3: I
1: see.
0: I think I, I'm just less inclined toward anxiety in that situation than she is. So it'd be best if I had that burden than her having that burden.
1: I do not think I would care very much if my husband's friends didn't like me. I'm pretty sure a lot of them don't because of my YouTube channel. <laughs> God help me when his family finds out about it too.
0: I, they haven't yet. I guess it's been a good long run.
1: I had to warn them and be like, "Listen, don't go looking for it because it's going to blow up the family. So just know that it's out there, and let it be something in your periphery, but don't let your curiosity get the better of you. <laughs> don't do I- uh,
0: what's the name of the Idaho politician? Don't tweet that uh, you know Tammy you fully, you fully yeah. endorse everything I've ever said. Has uh, like has like did I- Tammy ever reach out about the Southern Poverty Law Center hit piece?
1: No, I'm sure she doesn't care. No. Oh. Who cares? Who's reading the SPLC?
0: Uh, yeah, just us, really. Uh, I'm he does sure have a, a lot it. of
1: leftists in his family, though. And, like, uh, if they found out, I'm, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure it would be that. Hmm. Do you worry about that?
0: Uh, f- well, pretty much uh, most, of, most of my family knows, some listen. So I really don't have any.
1: You've got to have some people on the periphery like your wife's family that just don't have any. Uh, Yeah.
0: There are some people of more progressive inclination in my, uh, in my wife's family, but, and I'm sure that they've gone and looked, but I, I wouldn't discourage them from doing that. I, I'm, if I wasn't happy with or proud of the work that I make, I wouldn't put it out there. And if someone wants to insert a wedge in our family because of some, something I've said or, or something on this stream, well, as far as I'm concerned, that's their problem. I don't, I don't police the politics of people in my family. I don't expect you to agree with ah, me. So
1: you're protected by your integrity. See, I'm not proud of all the stuff that I've said on the internet. Yet, am too lazy to ah. uh, enact some impulse control. Ah. like if they read my Twitter the last few days, like uh, <laughs> God help, God help me. Like yeah. I don't.
0: No, I there's nobody. I, I can't in, stop. I there's know. nobody on either side of my family that I've ever had create a a political problem with me or really anybody else. So I, I think I'm very lucky in that regard. There's not a lot of, uh, political fuckery on either side.
1: Okay. That's great. Yeah. Did I read that one?
0: No, that was, yeah. uh, that was, oh me. no, Matt's Harry yeah. Buttle. Oh, yeah.
1: good grief. Okay. Um, Mr. Ed, do you think free college spelled like collage uh-huh. for soldiers led to mass indoctrination, indoctrination? I um, wonder, don't really think so? I know that most people that went to school for the GI Bill they did it later,
0: after serving. After service, yeah.
1: yeah. And like, I, don't you, you have
0: to? Aren't the, isn't that the term? You have to serve oh, X amount. I th- oh, yeah. I, I, I guess think. so. You
1: do yeah. have to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so you come in at an at an older age, and you've seen um a lot of them seen unspeakable horrors in the name of Zog. Like the people that I knew that came back from Iraq and Afghanistan were like, there was. There was nothing in college that you're going to be able to say to them that's going to be able to indoctrinate them because they're like, you know, I've seen people getting blown up and like Uh, I killed people like, oh, college professor, tell me more about communism.
0: That that was uh, kind of my brother's attitude, too, is like uh, I I don't think he was subject to a lot of classroom indoctrination, but even the social aspect of it was difficult because he was 22 and injured at the time. And then you yeah. lumped in with a bunch of eighteen-year-old morons who you
1: probably thought they were all retards that had yeah.
0: No, I know I knew it was hard for hands. him to fit. He had good friends. Like it's not there. there it's not like there was nobody. But his like, for him to find anything in common with your average recent high school graduate was was difficult. Right. Um, that said, I didn't at least in that personal experience, I never had a conversation with him about indoctrination stuff, but that, that was at a time. I mean, this is 10 years ago. So th- this is at a time when I'm, I'm not looking at it n- then as I, as I look at it now, I, w- I was much less aware of this problem then. Yeah. So I, I don't know. I'm, I'm going to, I'm gut reaction though. I'm going to agree with you that I think, I think the experience of serving At least certain roles in the military is probably going to be more formative than sitting through some commie lecture at a college. However, there are a lot of roles within the military that might not harden a person in the way that you're describing as well. Uh, There are I mean, I don't I don't I don't say this to dismiss any sort of military service. It's more than I did. And so it'll always have my respect but not everybody is uh, a frontline infantryman. There are people doing like there, as we've seen, there's a lot of uh, progressive politics infiltrating the military itself currently. I mean, it's also possible that the military is part of that indoctrination at this point.
1: You know, I've never seen a picture of your brother until now.
0: Uh, Did you just Google or what? Yeah. You found like what a news article or something like that. I wonder what photo it is.
1: His scholarship fund.
0: Oh, you're on the the that's oh my probably gosh, a pre is this you? Oh, you're looking at his high school graduation probably.
1: Oh, you look so baby-faced.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's that's 2008, that the photo that you're looking at. So, 15 years ago. It's been a while.
1: That's like so much alive.
0: Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You could tell that we were brothers, but we we're, weren't. it's not like we looked like twins or something. Anyway, um Whiskey Noodle says, "Why are people saying these latest investigations into Trump are the Democrats attempt to ensure he gets the Republican nomination I actually subscribe to that sort of uh when they spent the last half decade investigating him to make sure he either can't run or is removed from office why wouldn't uh why wouldn't they think it hurts Trump considering it's the tactic they used in 2020 to win uh have they done a 180 on the impact of investigations even though uh, it's been paying off for them. Yeah, I suppose you could say uh, why. Why is their strategy flipped? Um, I, but I think, I think anybody obs- observing what's happening now, whether it's their intent or not, the 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 hyping of the investigation into Trump does bolster his base support. So- they must
1: be, They must know that.
0: I don't. Is that the intended strategy? I guess the, the counter would be, no, they want to prevent him from getting the nomination. But if they want to prevent- you made a
1: good argument, though, when we were talking about DeSantis last week or on Sunday, that, that this is what this is what they want. They want Biden be Trump.
0: I think they do. But the question, yeah. his point is, if that is what they're doing, that they want to drum up Trump support for the primary to make sure that Trump is the Republican nominee that they can run against why has their strategy with investigations flipped entirely that is to say their their impeachment strategy presumably was not to benefit trump in the 2020 general right they thought that it would damage him mm-hmm. what would explain them flipping their philosophy on investigations being damaging to now investigations being beneficial the only difference i could ex- i could offer to Explain that apparent uh, contradiction or flip is that who you're persuading with this action in the general is different than who you're persuading in the primary. When you target Trump in this way, you stir up base level Republican voter support. Um, It doesn't necessarily stir up support among the independents who would decide a general election. Maybe they're aware of that. Um, That is to say, investigate Trump ahead of a general election that Has a damaging Trump effect for independent voters who will decide that election. Investigate Trump ahead of a primary, stir up support from Republican voters who would decide that primary. I don't know if that's a completely satisfying explanation, but that's the best one that I can offer is that is that the the intended audience of the investigation has changed this time around. And now they're, they're doing an investigation for the purpose of influence the influencing the Republican base in this context before it was for the purpose of influencing the swing voter.
1: And he's less of a formidable candidate this time around. Wouldn't that change their strategy?
0: Yeah. Uh, yeah. Although. Well, if he was, if he was a stronger opponent, then Investigating the theory is investigating would be damaging on a stronger opponent than investigating on a weaker opponent.
1: There was a there were higher stakes to his election. Hmm. He proved relatively ineffectual, and so I think they're thinking this time, if he um, gets elected, they can go back to what they were doing. Like the left, they're just better on the defense. Maybe they're actually getting some self awareness. I they're think they're so much better when Trump is president, when they're actually yeah. in charge. Like this presidency has just been a major public clusterfuck like everybody can see. And
0: well, and I think there's a lot of reason why that that's beneficial to keep the attention on Trump for that reason too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Deflect away from There's a clip of Joe Biden being led around today that had I don't know hot mic implies it wasn't supposed to be recording, but you could hear the Secret Service guy, whoever this was, leading Biden around, giving him directions. In fairness, I don't know how normal it is for a president to be handled this way or not. That's not an area of experience or expertise I have. But this guy was telling him, "Okay, turn left. Okay, walk to that thing. Stand there." A- every single step was directed.
1: Maybe he's blind.
0: It it was uh it's it's a weird clip. I, I'll, maybe I'll play some of it on Sunday. It's uh, strange to watch.
1: This is from Milan. Good evening, Matt and Blonde. I'm an avid longtime listener. Episode five was my first. I haven't missed a single episode since. Wow.
0: Well, thank you for listening.
1: (laughs) Last week was the 24th anniversary of the NATO bombing of Yugoslavia, the small one. As a former resident of said country, I was wondering if you remember hearing about it at the time. Um, It was around the same time as the Clinton Lewinsky scandal, and it involved heavy lobbying from Madeleine Albright, who once lived in former Yugoslavia. I do remember this. How old were we? Like nine?
0: I, I don't okay. remember it at all. So if it was late 90s, then yeah, I would have been about 9 or 10 years old.
1: A possible additional question. Do you remember hearing about the forced blood transfusion? It seems that babies were taken up incubators. It was already used up as war bait. by then. Cheers and keep up the great work. You're awesome. I don't remember that, no.
0: That, yeah, that second part, I don't remember at all. But thank you for uh, listening for the, as long as you have in the, and for the kind words, of course. I wish I had more thoughts to offer. But, of course, the 90s in general... Uh, I was very young and appropriately uh, there were the politics were not a part of my, uh were not a part of my life then. So innocent. the only things I know I ha you have to look back on and learn about historically, learn about after the fact and the, the Yugoslavia stuff. I, I, I don't know anything about that. Gay Lord steam bath <laughs> to add to a previous question last week about calling everyone and everything a fed Do you think we are overly paranoid to an extreme when it comes to what is and isn't propaganda? For example, some uh, some believe something as funny and boundary pushing as Blazing Saddles is actually pro-black propaganda. I understand we need to keep a healthy skepticism towards our government and our opponents on the left. But isn't this too far fetched? I, I do think that that certainly we have a high degree of sensitivity to both things like potential uh, fed meddling and and propaganda, and that if I had to, especially especially at this time, at this point in history, if I had to be, if I had to make a, if I had to err on one side, I think it's better to be a little bit too sensitive and critical than to be too forgiving, because I I do think that the efforts to uh, abuse our rights and the efforts to propagandize us into believing nonsense are real and severe and ought to be uh combated um so i don't i guess what i'm saying is i i I see the point here and i do grant it that at some at some level you have to have enjoyment for things as just fun without it being trying to influence you in some nefarious way Mm -hmm. i just don't know what that line would be uh how do we make that differentiation
1: uh i think the thing about propaganda you know blazing saddles is racial propaganda it is uh Mel Brooks, et cetera, et cetera. The thing about propaganda is that a lot of people that are pushing propaganda aren't intentionally propagandizing people. They're just espousing viewpoints and they themselves have been propagandized, right? So it's not like all propaganda is just made to influence other people's opinions. It's just just people that went to college and now they're making a documentary about Julius Jones or, you know adnan saeed or whatever the hell pet project and they believe what they're saying is true that's why it's dangerous we should be hypersensitive to propaganda in uh in film and literature and art
0: can you do both can you be hyper and still find enjoyment i'll, sure. I'll use the yeah. example of blazing saddles i i don't consider it to be a propaganda effort personally i'm open and receptive to the idea that it is. You've made that case. Some other people have made that case. That's fine. Um, I guess, I guess the balancing act I would like to strike then is be aware of uh, those possibilities. Allow yourself to have some fun too. That's For just, sure. Yeah. That's such a, I'm giving an answer that lacks clear definition though. And that bothers me. Uh, that, that's that's okay. such a, that's such a, what, what, I think you've got a point I just don't know how to define the line that, that, that that's t-
1: well there is no way to define it I want to- I want to
0: still have fun. I want to be able to enjoy um, I want to enjoy aspects of culture and 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 have fun in that without being so ruined that I can't ever subject myself to any piece of entertainment because it's all trying to sway me one way or another i I think of this I, I guess I would say I, I feel like I have a similar relationship with professional sports. Where rightly or wrongly, I just I love the escapism of it and I love
1: the awareness is the big thing
0: and it's they make it impossible not to be aware when they put like end racism in the end zone or whatever. Yeah, I know one day the the paint on the football field is going to end it. We're going to get there one day. So they're not even subtle about it in that case. They're they're overtly propagandizing Um but I don't know is the answer that I should just forego all of those things. That I should just quit watching all of these, like everything out of Hollywood, any sort of sporting event. Um, I don't want to endorse or embrace the propaganda, but I also don't want to be so joyless that I don't allow myself yeah. anything to find some fun in.
1: It's a personal thing. What you're willing to tolerate, you know, hmm. um, who's next? I think it's me. Ah. yeah. Snow ape Why don't woke terrorists ever target mosques? They're a lesson we should be learning from the Muslim community.
0: <laughs> yeah. If you're really brave, that that's the place you go. Uh, yeah. Miss tranny shooter. You don't <laughs> go to the, you don't go to the church and the, uh, the private Christian school. You head on down to the mosque and, yeah, I'm trying to think if there's any example of that. There there have, of course, been mosque shootings. The Christchurch shooting was a mosque yeah. shooting, the Brandon Tarrant one. Right. Um there have been others, I believe, but has there been a case of like a progressive gender activist or say a rainbow activist going after a mosque type setting? I can't I can't think of one. Maybe they it's happened. do badly. Yeah, as far as I as far as I'm aware, I still think they consider that to be an alliance of sorts of Mm -hmm. sorts that the the rainbow people think that the Muslim community is part of their victim coalition. So they're hand in hand for that reason. Uh, Even if there is some sort of uh, alliance there based on a common enemy, I suppose, uh, see how long that alliance lasts once you (laughs) eliminate that common enemy. Good luck.
1: Yeah, yeah
0: birthing person would you rather have to walk two miles or ride a bike 10 miles to work and back every day
1: walk two miles i don't hate myself
0: two miles is not very far Mm -mm. uh 10 miles 10 miles on a bike terrain dependent is pretty far yeah and i actually you think that'd be easier but like man uh maybe it's just that i don't ride bikes very much but anytime i do you get that like chafing and just sitting on the stupid bike seat. I, I'm not knocking biking as a sport. Of course I have my disputes with. What are you cy-
1: talking about? Oh, as no, a there's sport. like,
0: there's like mountain biking and I don't have a dispute with people who are riding their bike on a bike trail. It's the cyclists in the road that are the real social problem. So I always try to be precise and, and only smear them deservedly. So <laughs> it, it's not bikes in general that I hate. It's, it's the, it's the cyclist lifestyle. Um, at least for like social reasons, yeah. but but as far as like my own personal enjoyment, uh, recreationally, I don't I don't like riding bikes all that much, not because of a hatred of them. It's just I, I don't physically enjoy riding bikes. I just kind of yeah. hate it. So I'm gonna pick
3: yeah. two
0: mile, uh, two mile walk. That's not that long. You can if you're if you're if you, it's like a, a flat walk and you're moving quickly, you can do that do in a half hour. Yeah.
1: Well,
0: you're you're like running if you do it in twenty.
1: Okay, 25 minutes.
0: Still, uh, that's a pretty good... You're speed walking at that point, but you could do it. Yeah. So walking it is. uh,
1: McMonahan. Yeah. Um, Greetings, fellow whites. National debt is nearing $31.5 trillion. How high do you think it will go before something changes dramatically? There's no ceiling to this because $31.5 trillion is already an unimaginable insurmountable amount of money to the average American. Like I don't even know how many zeros that is. A billion is nine, right? E,
0: so 12? Something like that. It doesn't that, matter just, uh, as long as the interest rates are low. That's my terrible yeah, that's... Uh, Janet Yellen impression. I need to work on that one.
1: <laughs> it wasn't too bad. <laughs> that's
0: pretty bad, actually. Um, but, uh-huh. It's
1: just, yeah, it, it's it's just so much, so much money. It's already just a fabrication, a,
0: well that's, the of
1: the
3: that's
0: an interesting uh question. Is is there a such thing as such as a as a number so hilariously high that all the numbers in excess are actually the same? Is it is a 30 trillion dollar debt the same as a 100 trillion dollar debt? Or is there a point at which this actually breaks? Um
1: uh, What's after a trillion? A, a a quadrillion. Yeah. That would just sound stupid to us for a little while, then we get used to it. Like
0: uh, it's, it's at some point, well I guess it I, I, the theory of how this would work is if you're actually borrowing money and and you have a hilarious debt so high and you're never paying it back that eventually the actual borrowing will stop, the only way you have out of that is is quite literally the printing is the inflation yeah. of the money and and that will just create the sort of poverty that is borderline apocalyptic anyway. I'm guessing that's how that would go in theory. Right. But I don't know what that number would be uh, to the point of the question. If $31 trillion isn't the the line at which absolute destruction happens, which <laughs> I mean, for all the terrible things that are happening right now, we're not at absolute destruction.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: What's the line? How high could it go? Yeah, I don't I don't know. I, I, Mathematically, I don't know what the answer to that is, but I would like to stop experimenting with it. I know that. <laughs> There is there is a point at which those things happen and we should try to steer clear of that instead of just charging toward it uh, forever. Maybe we'll find out in our lifetime. We'll circle back to this question in a few (laughs) years time when it's, you know, when it actually is at a quadrillion dollars and we'll see how things are going. Yep. Sleuthing Sloth says, "Uh, hi, guys, my daughter growing nicely and kicking away. My question is, how did you settle to into becoming parents during the first few weeks? I've heard newborns sleep a lot. But uh, what got you through the lack of sleep and organization?
1: Oh, I was sleeping like a baby Um, because newborn sleep so much. Like Emmeline was sleeping like 20 hours a day, four hours a day of wake time. And she was nursing during that whole time. I was just like binge watching shows and getting food made for me. It was
3: awesome.
1: (laughs) I don't know. Like all things in life, you adapt to the situation you're in because you have to just trust your instincts as a parent. I have all my friends, like they're reading books and all this other shit. And they're like, how do you know what to do? I'm like, I just keep my kid alive.
0: Well, your, your number one, uh, most important job is mere presence. I know that sounds mm-hmm. like dismissive or something. And obviously as the mom, you have a presence that differs significantly from dad. But if you are a present part of that child's life, you're already ahead of uh, a lot of the game, uh, in our current Social state and the current state of our country. So oh, yeah. I'm sure you guys are going to pass the most important test, which is simply being there to provide for your kid. The um, f- for me as a father, the the f- the newborn time in ways was kind of the so easy. Yeah, there's there's obviously not a lot that I do in that. Uh, it, there's not a lot of there's not even a lot of like playtime stuff. Obviously, I can I can comfort I can. Uh, comfort the baby. I can, I can feed him to some extent though, not (laughs) through any natural means. Um, but a lot of the dad playtime stuff just isn't in play yet. Mm
3: -hmm.
0: So to me, it's more of a support role thing for dads. It's, it's my job is to make sure that this family is provided for and to make sure that anytime my wife needs a little bit of help with, with, you know, her primary caretaking that I'm there to do that. Mm -hmm. So I can't really answer the lack of sleep question either that I, that is uh, obviously my, my wife had to deal with that as the person who's feeding the baby. So, um, it, it, the only way that I handled that as a dad is if you can buy a little time for your wife to get sleep, that's helpful. You know, take the baby for a little while while your wife catches up on it. But, um,
3: that's all you can do really.
0: Yeah. I mean, there's, there's not really a, a trick to it. I, I and, uh, it, it's not like it requires some grand strategy that you you have to sit around and, and plan for. You just kind of, you jump into it and you'll figure out what works for you and what routines work for you and what strategies work for you. And that'll become yeah. apparent very quickly because oh, yeah. what doesn't work
1: a parent
0: ha, ha, ha Um, yeah, just, just be there, <laughs> just be there and follow the cues of your child. Follow and, the uh, cues of your child. That
1: yeah. is so key. Like Matt and I parent entirely differently. And I think it's because I think it's due to the fact that our children are just so different.
0: Yeah. I don't want to give the impression that like, uh, that I, my philosophy is to let the child lead in general. Cause it's not, I mean, but, like, you but, have
1: to, when they're a baby though, you have right. to know like what calms them down, yeah. what signals they're giving you that they need their diaper change or they're hungry. And that's it's not what the same I mean with every child yes. in
0: the, in the newborn state, especially it's like you tend to their needs. All right. And this is not, yeah. you're not going to, uh, make them in some sort of into some sort of genius Einstein at that stage. You're not going to develop all of their motor skills to make them some elite athlete or something. They just need you to be present and attend to the basic needs. And that's it. And as long as you're doing that, you're doing a good job. Yep, There's not totally. really much more to do beyond that. So you just enjoy the time. And of course, uh, exactly right. all the best to you guys. I, I'm glad to hear things are going well and, and uh, let us know when uh, the baby's born. At least I take it to mean the baby's born, right? Kicking away would imply that it's not. He's not born. You're correct.
1: Um, Okay. (laughs) Gilgamesh Blonde, I was wondering if you believe that when it comes to voting for the president, the state decides who will be president, Mm -hmm. that they use the Electoral College to put their candidate into the White House, even when the people vote for someone else. Just think how the popular vote and the Electoral College vote never match up. Think about this. They put Trump into the White House. Uh, Well, they do hate Hillary Clinton. That can't be what he meant to say. Okay, I, I don't know what you meant to say. Sorry. Also, they thought that they could control Trump, which for the most part they did. Uh, just look at Joe Biden and know that this is probably true. So they already know who will be president, and it isn't Trump. I believe that it might be Gavin Newsom. Just look how he's running California to understand. This is why I'm not voting ever again. I, do I think it's up to the states? I mean, I think that states' rights, to the extent that they may or may not exist today, it's, it's something of an illusion.
3: It's, after, it's, after it's been the election I mean,
0: yeah. the concept has been minimized if not erased entirely as a practical matter assuming the integrity of the system and the non-fortification yeah states still like the elect right. the president they yeah. are the ones setting well even that's kind of in addition to the fortification we have the federal government meddling in state election rules all the time remember they had that sure. investigation into georgia you had merrick garland going after georgia and trying to say that they were denying the black vote or something, even though it was like record black vote. Um, So even like states are not at liberty to do whatever they want with their voting systems. That would be an overstatement. Um, But in theory, it's supposed to be, it's supposed to be the president is selected by the, uh, the decision from the states. It's not a popular vote contest for good reason. uh, At least for now. I'm not sure I entirely understand the premise of the question necessarily. I I guess I don't see how this aids Gavin Newsom because I don't.
1: I think he was talking about the futility of voting because they already know uh, who's going to be president.
0: I, uh, not that I am in the business of taking election bets because the last few have uh, demonstrated I shouldn't do that. But Gavin Newsom being the next president, I am tempted to take the bet against that. I just can't. I can't,
1: it, you can't even imagine.
0: Uh, but stranger I, I look, things
1: have happened, though. I look
0: forward to the stream that night when the uh, election is called and it's Gavin News. I mean, he's just so off-putting to voters in almost every state, including in California. He's not even popular in California, really, except His for he survived pace. a recall effort. I mean, the guy I, is. I know it's cliche to say that politicians look like movie villains. He he really does. Really does. So. Yeah, I'd be shocked if he's our next president. But then again, if Joe Biden can do it, why can't Gavin? Gavin
3: is (laughs) mentally
0: present, I suppose. Aaron says uh, annual drug overdose deaths nearly triple the annual gun death rate in America. At least over the past few years. Why the hell could we not focus on uh, the more important issue of getting the drug situation and by extension, the border under control? I did see uh, stats about this today briefly from the CDC. It's something like 80 or 90,000 opioid overdoses uh, annually. And that's up 17% from like 60,000 a year or two ago. And that the, the the primary driver of that increase is fentanyl uh, apparently. Yeah. And it is believed, at least my understanding is a lot of that is, is uh, originating from across the border or traveling across the border to get here. Yeah. I know, I know that uh, 80,000, 90,000, That would still be below the uh, official Corona numbers, but this would generally be numbers that exceed say flu deaths per year. And of course, when we're talking about these drug overdoses, um, we're not talking about elderly people dying. generally speaking, we're talking about young people or younger than average age of death people. And so it, it, not that, not that uh, we should, we should dismiss any deaths, but, if you have a cause, if you have an increase in cause of death that is is skewing younger, that is a major problem, and we don't I think seem... that that's
1: a benefit for them though. That's why they don't want to get it under control. Who's who's being killed by the fentanyl crisis? It's predominantly younger white men. This is like a target demographic. For don't the discount
0: lash. George Floyd.
1: Yeah, the fentanyl is kind of a new thing. I don't think it's really hitting the black community as hard as it's hitting the white community. Aren't they is still in like the crack? I...
0: Well, I don't know. I don't know. I would I would guess, though, uh, my my gut guess would be that it, it probably would be hitting minority communities pretty hard based on disproportionate drug consumption. But maybe I'm wrong about that. Yeah. I'm I'm, I ge- I'm guessing here. I don't I don't have a. I, I, I'm not certain that that's the case, but I, I'd be surprised if it was predominantly white. Maybe I'm maybe I'm wrong about that, though. Anyway, why? Yeah. Why? Why does nobody care about this? I Well, it's hard not to assign. And by nobody, I mean, people in the government, apparently not securing the border. Obviously, I think uh, American citizens care about this to a significant degree. Why are we not securing the border? Well, it's hard not to assign some kind of nefarious motive for the, for the there are infinite number of reasons they should secure the border. There are
3: mm-hmm.
0: again, watch the cartel video if you want to see how these people will kill you. I don't even oh, need yeah. to see the drugs, man. I'll, I'll just not do the drugs. Thank you. I know that that doesn't erase the problem, but to me, not doing the drugs is uh, an easier personal solution than running away from these people as they try to machete my face off. <laughs> Actually, that would be kind treatment. They'll, they'll dissect you like you're in some eighth grade science class alive and they'll tear out your heart Holy and Lord. eat it. Like it's, you know, Kevin Costner on the, on the American Plains with a Buffalo or something like that. Um, I, 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 the reasons we don't get this under control—it's hard to think it's anything other than some sort of uh, purposeful undermining or destruction of the country. Yeah. I guess the, the the most kind the most kind motive I could assign is they just think that it will somehow create a voting block that is more beneficial to them. But at what cost? I mean, at what cost? Is it these people saying I'd rather have a Democrat voter block even if it means? that we have Americans put at risk for increased violence and Americans put at risk for increased drug overdose deaths. Maybe they, I mean, these people care about politics more than anything else as repeatedly demonstrated. They have no hesitation to ruin your life in pursuit of their own power. See the last (laughs) three years. So I would assume the motives on the border are something like that in, in the nature of their philosophy. Anyway. Uh, that'll do it on email questions thank you guys again if you'd like to send an email question for the show contact page of the website is how you do it matt slash contact look for the call-in show question form appreciate all the question askers uh, we'll just catch up with our chat and uh, then we'll call it a night over on rumble Putin you down haha
3: uh,
0: i'm appalled by what muslims do when people depict the prophet i now get them I hope someone is mostly peaceful to David Pakman as he has just doubled down on his show gloating about not getting canceled. F. Uh, I do, yeah, apparently he has spoken about it on his on his show. Well, yeah. It, it uh, Zucchini, and thank you for the uh, information on that and for supporting the show. Zucchini app also... Oh, he has uh, some things to say. Uh Zip-X, Magic Spoon, Blue Chew, Aura, Chili Sleep, Curiosity Stream, and Helix Sleep are listed as Pac-Man sponsors on the Wayback Machine for uh his website. He is hiding them now, Lol. Oh, so he took it down. <laughs> I mean, this this is an interesting question, philosophically. Do you want to fight fire with fire? Do you want to do the cancel mob thing. Do you want to go with the pitchforks and torches to the David Pakman show sponsors and say, you will cut ads on David Pakman show. Um,
3: yeah. Let's do
0: it. I guess I, you know, we could rehash this conversation. That's not the society that I want to live in. Obviously. Um, that said, surrendering to these people is also not building the society that I want to live in. And as my original, my original, original and only interaction with David Pakman was saying, I can't wait to watch you die on the sword of your own rules. (laughs) I don't, the best thing I can say is I don't know if I've ever seen David Pakman personally join a cancellation mob. So maybe he hasn't, I don't follow him closely. Yeah. But if this guy has ever called for, this to happen to somebody else. As in, I don't like what they said. I'm going to go after the, their sponsors or somehow undermine or ruin their show. If he's ever said that or participated in that, I would have zero sympathy with people doing that to him. None at all.
1: Yeah, totally.
3: Yeah. So
0: good Fuck luck. that
1: guy. We should do it.
0: <laughs> well, I guess the page is archived if you want to look it up. Thanks for the information.
1: Let me refresh. Uh, was that You read that off Rumble, right?
0: Yes. Uh, the last one I read uh brendan lucas i think was up next star trek picard seasons one and two are awful did we read that one or oh.
1: season three is like the last season of tng i've heard that from people before can i watch it without watching uh seasons one and two because i love season seven unpopular opinion i love season, season seven of star trek the next generation season five and six were not very good season seven was great um, has Blonde been watching it? Also, Bozeman, Montana is where Star Trek first contact is. With. I haven't been watching ah. it because I didn't want to blow up my childhood. I just, what, do they have to remake all the stuff?
0: I didn't know there was a Bozeman Star Trek connection. Interesting.
1: Mm-hmm. Bill is... can you imagine uh, the reaction Pacman's comment had the school been Jewish? Yeah. Can you imagine? I think it even might even be I a little bit. Tweet that. <laughs> I
0: think it might be a little bit different. Yeah. Even Blonde. Would find that distasteful.
1: I no. I would. Get, I would get in a lot of trouble if I tweeted that.
0: Oh, it's the trouble. It's not the taste. It's the trouble.
1: Yeah, you know, dead kids is always a bummer. How,
0: how very compassionate of you. I'm glad to see. Yeah, you've retained some. All I right. mean,
1: dead Christian kids. That's a tragedy.
0: Though. Ah, OK. Thank you for clarifying.
1: <laughs> Gustavo Sanchez. In regards to the laser pointer conversation, watch Pyro Styro on YouTube. Okay. Uh,
0: okay. Yeah. I'll check it out. Cause I didn't know anything about these until uh, just uh, an hour or so ago.
1: Um, Cody Opperman. Why can't AFT girls find boyfriends? AFT. That'd be or ATF.
0: ATF. Oh. In this context. Yeah.
1: I was like, okay. Uh, ATF. asses fatter than I, I don't know where I was going with
0: that. <laughs> yeah.
1: That'd be a 16 inch barrel. I'm sure they can. Okay.
0: Yeah. See, it's a, it's a, it's a barrel length joke about the ATF sorry we butchered it a little bit
1: not James O'Keefe Blonde and I once had dinner and she revealed to me that she's a quarter black the proof for love of weed it's my former love of
0: weed once upon a time
1: yeah I I cannot it's funny I was talking to my friend about this I was like do you think we're ever gonna go back to smoking weed and she was like that that day is over it's just over that that part of my life is over maybe once your kids are are,
0: adults young adults who have left the house or something like that
1: no I just I can't do it again. I, I have a different spiritual life now. I can't just like go back to living, living like that. Hold on. There was a bad 1982 Blake Edwards movie called Victor Victoria about a woman, Julie Andrews, pretending to be a man, pretending to be a woman in 1930s, gay Paris, Ah. female impersonator, drag culture. That sounds like a joke, but I know you're telling there we go. So
0: that's what we have to deploy against drag queen story hour, similar tactics.
1: Levi Smith: Demons know who Jesus is, but do not follow Him as Lord. Knowing about Jesus is not the same as putting your faith and trust in Him. One can know about Jesus but reject His lordship and His gift of salvation. That's that's true. Mm. That's totally
0: true. Thank you, Levi.
1: Lindsey Graham: Yo, thoughts on James Lindsey's idea that the shooting is an attempt to make a trans Floyd event like we had during the Summer of Love? And if I'm the real Lindsey Graham, can I come on for an interview? No, fuck you, Lindsey Graham. Don't be a cuck. Embrace the white pill. I don't know. I, I'm not buying. I'm a Sandy Hook skeptic.
0: (laughs) They're going to sue you now. The parents just for saying, I don't know.
1: Just the fact that they just unleashed on Alex Jones made me think like, maybe I should look into this.
0: Dude. I start off, even though I'm going to take a free speech perspective into that story. When I watched the press conference of the Sandy Hook parents, after all the Alex Jones stuff was finished up, after they got the hilarious bajillion, trillion gajillion settlement
1: the deficit settlement yeah
0: oh my listening to these parents i'm thinking i couldn't possibly have more sympathy for you by default based on your situation and you're still making me hate you
3: (laughs) how are you
0: possibly doing this there was one mom like i just want to go a day without having to deal with alex jones he he hasn't talked about you in years yeah you don't have to have anything to do with alex jones you can yeah. just walk away right now and have nothing to do with Alex Jones every single day for the rest of your life. I want nothing to do with Alex Jones other than all the money that's in his bank account and then a million bajillion more Which than he doesn't like even nothing,
1: have. Which like
0: nothing, anyway. It, it's uh,
1: Alex Jones might be the poorest person in this country.
0: I don't know about that.
1: Well, the I mean, he's negative one billion dollars. Oh. <laughs> You're
0: saying post settlement or post yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, verdict, yeah?
1: But yeah. he has, He's going to have to file for bankruptcy, and then he's zeroed out. Yeah. There will come a time where Alex Jones literally has zero dollars
0: and he'll be uh, at his the richest he's been in months at that point, <laughs> Yeah. I true. guess, is what you're saying. For Alex. Yeah.
1: Um, and comment in hands. Let's not let this moment slip away. If you're a girl, you're a victim. And if you're a boy, you're evil or you can come to our side and be normal. God bless you, too. And this audience stay strong. You too. You too, buddy. Um, Thank you. Did I miss one?
0: Uh, all minus one, uh, our Project Veritas caller. He said, the Tiki tack was stupid. James is a media master, but the board not so much. Rebecca's right, though. Veritas is screwed and people are leaving because it's just uh, it's lost trust. And she needs to follow me on Twitter. Well, there you go. Can I you can, shoot
1: me a DM so that I, don't, I will immediately forget your username? Um, thanks dogs, for the insight
0: and for supporting the show, man. I appreciate yeah,
1: it. Totally. Thank you, dude. Uh, two Dogs, Mike D. I don't think your Aussie moderator understood your point that they were probably feds. What were we talking about?
0: Uh, we were talking about the the Nazis who were at this event that the Australian oh, yeah, politician yeah. was trying to say.
1: I'm sure they were feds. Yeah.
0: They might have been. I mean, it's clearly a tool for these politicians. If the if the premise is, if I can just associate you with X person, I can invalidate you. I can dismiss you. I can end your participation yeah. in politics. Then, obviously, there's an incentive to force the association with those people. You just deploy the fake Nazi squad in the exactly. way that you've seen yeah. done. Uh, even if they're not... Um, Feds as in literally employees of the federal government or something. You just you have a a, a neighbor friend who needs uh, a couple hundred bucks for some side job for the day and you yeah. hire him out to show up with a tiki torch and uh, and Again, sunglasses was, and and all yeah. the whole the whole outfit.
1: Did you see the um, PBS documentary about uh, Ruby Ridge?
0: Um, is it new?
1: No, it's it's old. I've no, but I probably just seen
0: it, it then because I've watched I've watched a lot of Ruby Ridge stuff in the last few years
1: so there, there's a point where you know you i t- talked about how everybody in idaho is you know a huge hit but there's a point where like all these hot women from the town are are screaming at the feds that they're baby killers and everything like that because they withheld that vicky weaver had died mm-hmm. for days and uh and sam weaver they they didn't release this and then they said that sam weaver fired upon them first which is not true but it all the townspeople came together and then these legitimate neo-nazis They tried to break through the convoy to deliver a truck filled with supplies like guns and food and all sorts of stuff to go help Randy Weaver defend his compound against the federal government. That is so awesome. That is so. And these guys are
0: confirmed, not feds. They're they're real and legit.
1: No, they were. They were Aryan nation like the real North Idaho, North Idaho, Aryan nation. Yeah. KKK like like legit. Yeah. All right. But, you know, those people don't exist anymore.
0: Well, they Marian, only fight in the, the Ukrainian, Ukrainian army. That's where they exist.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I know. I know.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, that was a long aside. Um, Long time. John, if you get a moment to look up some pictures of Victorian Nazis that gate crashed uh, post Parker's speech, you'll never see a gayer bunch in your lives. Likely a hoax hate, in my opinion, but it's very convenient. Reichstag fire for the left. I'm sure it is the, like we just talked about this, this neo-Nazi thing. is not a real thing anymore.
0: Long John John also um, said, I, don't, I want, uh, don't want to miss it. Oh, um won't be able to watch the whole show tonight, but uh, I've got to ask if anyone called in, emailed or chatted about, or if you to have looked into the restrict act, if not, uh, please do it ASAP. I actually have it in my notes to look at um, starting tomorrow because this is the bill that is supposed to be banning TikTok. but at least based on what I'm hearing people say, and I've not done the deep dive reading myself, this is, People are saying it's a it's a patriot act on steroids. That this is mm. going to be a vehicle through which the government is allowed to spy on all sorts of things. So I need to look at it. I haven't uh, looked at the details just yet, but I will. I Thank you, long bunch. dungeon. Did I? I
1: just miss that one long dungeon.
0: Yeah, I think he just had one that got lost. Okay. there. I, I got the to
1: reload it. Do right. we have any
0: more? Uh, Holden Mulray says from before uh, a requirement. Oh, here we go. This is about the original conflation. A requirement may not be sufficient because of other requirements in the cited verse. Uh, Mark 5, 7 and Luke eight twenty eight. The demons understand who Jesus is, but their belief doesn't help them. Hmm. Okay, so a requirement is almost like a, could be a sub piece of sufficiency. I don't know. But sufficiencies could be, you could have, com- I don't know, man. I just see, like I, I could understand how there's a group of requirements to meet a broader requirement or a group of sufficiencies to meet a broader sufficiency. But to me, the terms are interchangeable. When I say requirement I mean sufficiency when I say sufficiency I mean requirement it, it, you you have to meet that threshold in order to achieve or in order to achieve whatever it is you're trying to do that's what sufficiency means that's what requirement means yeah so i i'm I, i'm team conflation i don't know i don't get it <laughs> i i appreciate your uh your support And uh, I will have to think harder about this to understand. It's my brain is too fried after two and a half hours. I can't understand the concept. Uh, Thank you. Brandon Lucas says, yes, you can watch Star Trek Picard season three without watching the earlier seasons. Also. Yes. Humans first incarnate encounter the Vulcans in Bozeman, Montana, starting the whole thing. That's news to me. Uh, That's I guess a cool piece of, uh, trivia sort of it's not really town history but kind of awesome pop, Maybe I'll watch it. pop culture history I think we're all set though looks like we're good um, oh there are a couple more um, Putin you down sent a link I can't look at the link right now but this is apparently can't a uh, Pacman saying canceled culture doesn't exist and uh, he also says Sandy Hook is my girlfriend well she's I've heard she's very nice um yeah, I, I I I I unfortunately I can't see the link from the chat, but I will uh if you want to send me an email about Pagman and what he had to say about cancel culture, I'll certainly take a look. Uh thank you. And thanks to all the rest of our chatters as well. Anything else before we uh call it a night?
1: No, thank you guys.
0: Okay. You know what I don't have? Um Because for the outro, I still have the Susan Wiki Wiki song. Do I need to get an instrumental of Raja Mohan now to close the show? I don't know. I I love the Susan Wiki Wiki instrumental. So maybe I'll hang on to it. But, um, of course, we will be back on Sunday to discuss whatever happens between now and then. If you missed any part of the show or you'd like to listen back, you can catch it over on the podcast page of the website, com slash podcasts. Uh, We will see you back here on Sunday, we hope. Until then, have a good week and a good weekend.
3: Bye, guys.